I thought some pretty Love trans eyes got you. Kings in the morning. Your favorite box talk radio show. Kings in the morning. Your favorite box talk radio show. Kings in the morning. Your favorite box talk radio show. Your favorite box talk radio show. Some of the views and comments expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, Willie's in. Good morning, everybody. My name is Jay King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me is my co-host. Well, I bet you didn't know he likes pretty trans P-T-E. Dr. Dre with the high top fame. What up, though? Good morning, everyone. It's about that time. Let's make it do what it do. Dre, it's just me and you today so far. Oh, damn. Really? Yeah, they they late. Mm. Wow. I'm glad they late. I'm glad they late because (laughs) then I don't have to go through. Good morning, Vernical. Then I don't have to go through all, you know, all the shit. Good morning, Christy Graham. You know, who positioned, you know, who comes before who, who goes after who. Mm -hmm. Somebody getting butt hurt because somebody went before them that didn't go before them, all that bullshit. (laughs) Uh, I ran lights, man, to get here here on time. mm -hmm. Um, uh, Yeah, so um, Ali just got here. Good morning, Ali. What's going on with you? Uh, nothing much. It's like the five-year-olds in kindergarten that have to stand in the lunch line. That's exactly what it's like, Christy Graham. Um, last night, I did a show on possibilities, marrying yourself to possibilities, divorcing yourself from impossibility. And um, Dale Bernie told me it was a good show, so I believe him. Uh, also, an interview that I did uh, the other day was um, published, and I um, I posted it on my Facebook page if you guys want to check it out. Jana Marie told me it was authentic. It was an authentic interview. So thank you, Jana Marie. Oh, so you believe in Jana Marie now? I, I, I always <laughs> believe Jana Marie. I, Jana, but that, I believe Jana Marie. I just sometimes when Jana Marie's racism's bigotries, and prejudices uh, – uh, Sir, Fish, Sir Fishalot said it was definitely a good show. Thank you, Sir Fishalot. Um, I, I call her out on her, um, on her, you know, isms, and and, mm. and I would hope that if I had some some isms that that weren't healthy, that people w- would call me out and say, mm. "Yo, if you want right. friends, you know, well, I'm calling you out right now. I'm calling you out right now. You got you got racist <laughs> speaking for you." What race is I got racing for me? Good morning, Camarada. Um, good morning. Uh, uh, what, what races do I have speaking for me? 
Janet Marie. Uh, what you, uh, good morning, Tirza. Um So, you know, so Tirza isn't going to be performing with us for a while because, you know, she's um, with child, right? But so we oh, have wow. another young lady that, yeah, but Tirza trained um, Entrees, the girl who's taking her place. They, they you know, they, they perform. Good morning, Sean Rafer. And um, Dan Marie said, at least I'm honest. Yes, you are. Uh, but, man, we rehearsed with her yesterday, and uh, I got to say, Tilda did a great job. She she trained her well. She You said, you said Tilda has, because, she had a child. No, she's having with a child. child. She, she's with child. She's with child. So she's, you know, she, she's, so let me say, when somebody says somebody's with child, that means that they're pregnant, Ali. Somebody oh, okay. with a child, pregnant. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you 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 be hanging out with them races and them hot, live hot dogs. You know what I mean? I don't know what you, what you mean, Jay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, is Antrice your niece, um, Conrada? I don't know if it's your niece. I mean, she's um, she she had twins herself, but Antrice, um, is um. Uh, but so the, the scariest thing. Good morning, Kyle Williams. The scariest thing is um, me, Jay, and Tirza. We have good chemistry on stage. And my biggest concern was, God damn it, I gotta be on stage with somebody, and I gotta figure out chemistry wise if it's gonna work. And my right. first day rehearsal with her was last night. But she, chemistry wise, she's perfect. She mm-hmm. fits perfect. Why, why did Tizzy um, run off and get pregnant? Said, she knows she in the group. Said, Ali don't know how children are made. <laughs> I know how bowling balls are made, though. I know how bowling balls are made, and I know how they rolled, too. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jana Marie congratulations to Tizzy. She said, um, What is Tizzy doing getting pregnant, Jay? She knows she in the group. Hey, she need the same. What's she up there pregnant for? Hey, man, doing the oochie-coochie. That's what happened. Man, morning, you can't man. do that. You get your shit together. You sing and, and blow up first. Then you can have babies later. How old is Tizza? She, she in her 20s, Jay? Huh? She in her 20s? Um, no, Tizza's 32 years old. She, oh. yeah. she got to do what she got to do. Are right? you mad at her? Shut your ass Alicia, up, nigga. At least she had. Shut up, nigga. At least, if I had at least my she way, trained her own. I would tighten goddamn tubes up moving forward. That would be the only one. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, but, so I had, a, you know, I, I had an issue with it. But, you know, that, oh, you know, you got to let people grow up. And, you know, she's a young woman. So if she's going to have it, um, now is the time. Uh, John Beckman, don't be silly. Don't don't say no. But that's uh, John Beckman said. Are you the father, Jay? That's the dumbest, most idiotic. <laughs> that nigga got CTE. This from a, well, this is no. This that is a motherfucker who can You know he he's a, you know he uh, John is seventy and you know he ain't never made a baby. He's a blank shooter. Ain't no man, man, he ain't never you know. You know, first of all, you know, 
you you have a deficit when you're working with a baby wee wee. He did a good thing. You got to have a, you know, you got to, you can't have a baby wee wee and try to make a baby. You can't make a baby with a baby wee wee. And you got to have some girth on it. So maybe it was that. Maybe it was a CTE. Maybe it was a CTE meds he was on. It didn't allow pregnancy. <laughs> Janet Marie said that's what music is made for. Well, um, making babies. Good morning, Lee Fletcher. Well, well where Janet Marie kids at? Janet Marie got three kids. She got kids. And where they at? They need to I'm keep her ass off the goddamn show. Could be some kinfolk out there I don't know about. No, John, you got a little baby wee wee. You got to have a. You got to. You got to be carrying something in order for, to shoot something up out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Vertical said he's a blank shooter, shooting blank in your direction. <laughs> <laughs> shoot the blank. Good morning, Jeff Carlin. Vernico shouldn't really be talking about nobody. Till Vernico get his shit together, don't you say shit about nobody, you big old nigga. Vernico got kids. He got kids, don't he? I know he got kids, nigga. He look like he's still carrying his kids right now. (laughs) John Beckman said his boys are just fine. Good morning, DSOC. Uh I didn't say they, they are, John. They're just little boys. <laughs> Your little boys are just fine. Hey, Pee Wee Lee. Oh, little baby. Um, Jana Marie said she got her children are 34 and 23. Mm hmm. Vernicle said he has eight kids. I can see they all in it. They all in that nigga's stomach. Look at that nigga's recent picture. <laughs> he said he got eight kids. Bang, bang, bang. They never came out. <laughs> Good morning, Veronica Burks. <clears throat> I finally understand this song now. I finally understand this record and what I'm going to do. And how I'm going to – good morning, Tracy Parker. Uh, good job yesterday, Tracy. Yesterday, you guys, um, I'm just going to put on my California Black Chamber hat for just a moment um, just to talk about the event we had yesterday. We had our legislative brunch, uh, The I mean, our um, California Black Chamber and the California Black Legislative Caucus um, brunch yesterday celebrating African-American small businesses from across the state of California. And um, Tracy and, and um, Angie were the primaries on making that work. It was a great event. I mean, it was spectacular. I'm getting text messages from people saying epic, spectacular, incredible. Uh, uh, people said it was good last year, but it was 10 times better this year. So, Beautiful. Um, 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 so 
good morning. Um, so, um, um, we had Secretary of Transportation for the State of California, Toke Thomas Shakin, in the building. We had um, a state controller, Malia Cohen, who may one day be governor of California, in the building. We had Tony Tavares, the director of Caltrans, in the building. We had uh, uh, Lynn Gray, the director of GoBiz, in the building. We had Howard Chan, the city manager for the city of Sacramento, in the building. We had Paul Petrovich, one of the leading developers in the state of California, uh, billionaire in the building. Uh, and that was just, those are just a few. And then uh, Murdoch Smith Highlands Community Charter School in the building, uh, one of the most profitable charter schools in the state. But it, when I tell you that it was just filled up, if you go from table to table, it was just power, power in the room. And it was a, a wonderful, wonderful event. And a lot of um, African-American small business people <clears throat> honored. Um, <clears throat> and, um, you know, appreciative of the, of the, the, the award. So, again, Tracy and, and Angie. And um, you know what? If you act right, Ali, maybe you'll get um, Perk. Oh, by the way, Perk said he has Perk Nash got five kids. He got five on it. Good morning, Josephine Person. Good morning, Louis Gonzalez. Louis Gonzalez, I went to school. I went to Vallejo High School with Louis. Good morning, Leonard Hamilton. And I got to, mm-hmm. you know what? Louis and Cecil were the first openly gay kids in high school that I ever came across. Um, good morning, Michael Allen. Um, but then you didn't, we, you didn't know it like that. Good morning, um, Donna Lewis Bruner. You didn't know it like that. They were just, so I like Louis and Cecil, and um, if people said shit about them or tried to, you know, or tried to be disrespectful, I would, I, um, I would keep up for people like Louis and Cecil, even though Louis and Cecil could dump on their own. And they, they, and they, so they wouldn't know what you fuck around with, because the most no fucking thing can happen to you is fuck around with them and get your ass whooped, you know, um, why they talking shit to you? And say something else. I will beat your ass again, you know, because uh, they, cause they, they nobody be fooling around with. Um, good morning, my lovable ladies. Um, and and there was another guy named Judge. Judge was a, a, a big guy. But Judge was um, uh, mentally disabled. You know, he he was he wasn't. Um, what do they call him now? Um, where? Um, good morning, Paul. Yeah, mentally challenged. And but he was a kind guy. And so, yeah. You used to say that, but you can't say that no more. Yeah, I um, say mentally challenged. But if anybody, but if anybody fooled with with Judge, they was fooling with me. I wasn't, you wasn't, it wasn't going to go down. 
It wasn't going to, so. <coughs> anyway, that comes from a long time ago. But I'm going to thank you, Louis, for tuning in. Louis is in um, Miami now. And um, developmentally delayed. Such a kind, and um, I, I, I think um, and Judge might still be working at the car wash. But he worked at the, at the um, um, Louis said, thank you, bro. We was mostly loved. The haters curious. They love us now with, with understanding. We love to be clean and fashionable eye candy. And I'm going to tell you right now, Louis and Cecil was the coldest dressed. They, they were the sharpest dressed people in the school, male or female, every day. Every day. Uh, today is Tuesday, February 13, 2024. Um, I'm going to be in um, – uh, I won't be on the radio today because I'll be in San Francisco. Uh, Club Nouveau is performing uh, today uh, for a private event. Uh, and, um, and then on the 23rd of this month, we'll be in Vegas for another private. And uh, the record is just getting bigger stronger, and uh, the remixes are going to really do well. We're going to, I'm, I'm preparing now. Ali, you'll be on wax. So Ali will be on wax. Awesome. Um, well, well, I'm going to, I'm starting to prepare that, and, and you'll be on CD as well. We'll make it CD. Awesome. Right on, J.K. And if we perform in San Diego, we'll have you do the rap part on stage when we're in San Diego. Right on, J.K. And I'll sell the CDs right after. I'll make sure I sell the CDs for you. Okay. Uh, you know how you put me uh, to work. <laughs> today <laughs> is February 13, 2024. Uh, Yusef Kente, are you doing the word of the day? I mean, the, yeah, the word of the day. You can't even ask, but I don't know if you want to trust that shit. Listen to uh, these motherfuckers. Uh, uh, Jay King, I'm going to do the word of the day. Stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> Wake up then, nigga, and do it. Hmm. Um, good morning, um, Paul, uh, Paul Howard, Paul J. Howard. Um, good morning, Bernard Middlebrooks. So Yusef Kente is going to do the word of the day. I'm going to do the daily word. Daily words prepare, P-R-E-P-A-R-E. I prepare my mind and heart for spiritual renewal. Preparation is essential to any activity. My spiritual preparation leads me to find a quiet place, focus my thoughts on God within, and clear and open my mind to divine inspiration. For many, today is a day of celebration before the beginning of the Lenten season a perfect time to practice releasing that which is no longer needed. Today is a day for living, giving, loving, and growing. As I celebrate, I am preparing for renewal. I commit to being open and receptive, listening quietly as I pray. I prepare for Lent as I let the prayers of my heart be those of love, peace, and gratitude. My soul overflows with serene anticipation and quiet joy. Today's Bible verse is Psalms 23.5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. 
You anoint my hair with oil. My cup overflows. Yusef Kente, what is the word of the day? Amen. The word of the day, J. King, is wood. W-O-O-D, wood. Wood is a tree that is a tree. So let me use that in a sentence. J. King has changed his wood doll, Pinocchio, into wax and made him great. Wood. Man. Told you. Yeah, he can't help himself. That nigga smoked that jealous Ali weed every morning. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with him. I told you he was going to fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. He don't need to do the word of the day anymore. <laughs> Did I fuck it up, Bright Eyes? Did I fuck it up, Bright Eyes? <laughs> <laughs> you fucked it up. Bright Eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, as long eyes. as you answer to Bright Eyes, that means I'm doing That's the fine with me, nigga. I don't give a damn. Well, I know it's bright fine eyes, with you because you look eyes, at how you want to put it. Well, it's how you put it. Uh, no. You the one said it, shit. So that's good with me. I don't. That shit don't bother me. Well, you said I fucked it up. You fucked it up. Some of some damn wood, damn Pinocchio and wax. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about. I mean, you fucking I with Ali, but goddamn, nigga, that shit made no sense. Well, who's here to make sense, motherfucker? You on the J King Network, Kings in the Morning? The well, you, you know what the fuck there. you at? You got you got a point there. You, you can do this kind of shit. You can fuck up. You can say stupid shit, and then yeah, once true. a day you can say something smart. Motherfuckers are like. Yeah, well, then you, you got you got a little time left, so I'll give you that. <clears throat> Good morning, fellas and Reed. Vernacle said, "Puff, puff, pass." Good morning, Stephanie Poole. <laughs> Actually, I haven't smoked. I, I'm on a 30-day hiatus. Right now. Wow. What's that about? So I can get more drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, last night, you guys, I had a, you guys should have tuned into my show on possibilities versus impossibility, marrying yourself to possibilities. I was there, Jerry. Um, I was so, there. So you are talking, yeah, I'm telling you that because of what you said. See, you're mad at Ali because, let's just say he was made of wood. you mad because well, he, he is, no, made, because he's made of wood, Jay. Because he's made of wood. <laughs> well, he, his, um, the possibility oh. is what he's open to. You trying to you trying to bury him and bury him in impossibilities and he won't have No, it. Jay, I am burying him. 
I am burying him. He is wood. He is wood, Jay. Talk in the now. I'm making it possible. I'm making the impossible possible. Isn't that what you taught Some me last night? Some people are made you know, some people are made a word. Some people have hearts of gold. Some people up to no good. Hiya! Good morning, Nakia. Uh, Chocolate Peach. Do you guys ever wonder? Why somebody would say hi in the middle of song, but maybe like, like, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, like, I wonder what made that lyric happen right there because that's an interesting lyric. Yeah, it is. Maybe they ran out of words. Uh, that is a that's an interesting lyric because. Because it's coming, you know, some people are made of plastic. And you know, some people are made of wood. Some people have Have hearts of stone. Some people, some people are up to no good. I mean, like, but maybe... (laughs) I'm for real. I'm as real as real can get. And that's what you're doing with Pinocchio. It's real loving. Real loving. Then what you see is what you get. It's what you get. (laughs) And then, so it's high up. But, but those are two important fit, lyrics. Doesn't that fit your Pinocchio, though? Doesn't that fit Pinocchio? Those are two important lyrics to the song. Those are two of the most important lyrics to the song, but they're not words. The whole damn song. But they're not words. Right. Two of the most important lyrics are not words. That's interesting. James Brown, Michael Jackson. And Bob Marley does that. They do high yacht. I never heard of Michael Jackson do high yacht. Me either. Poor Jay. That's that. Listen to your call. Listen to your time head Michael head. Jackson did high yacht in a song. Michael does. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that's his shit. And that's the that point. Michael Jackson. <laughs> and that's, that's James my Brown point. Got <laughs> They're not words. Hey. Oh. Oh, so you said that the okay. So you're saying oh, that no, they have. Oh no, Yeah, your your okay. answer is in your question, Jay. Just keep doing it, and you'll find out why I said that. Good morning, Jeff McCullough. Marijuana the motherfucker, Jeff. I just let me say that. Yeah, it is. I yeah, haven't is. been smoking, Jay. I told you that. I did not say you. I just said. I didn't say anything. I just said marijuana. Well, the motherfucker. Well, marijuana is my friend. No shit. 
Marijuana is my friend. <laughs> Mary Jane is my main uh, thing. <laughs> I think we know. Taylor bang, Swift. bang, bang, bang. Taylor Swift was one of the biggest celebrities at the Super Bowl on Sunday. Overall, her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, had a successful evening as he won the big game. Although many were skeptical that the Chiefs could pull it off, they did so in a big way. It was one of the most entertaining finishes to a Super Bowl in recent memory, and fans loved every bit of it. However, there are some interesting narratives coming out of this Super Bowl that have fans curious about whether or not they are true. One such narrative was espoused by former NFL star Brandon Marshall. While on the paper route show, Marshall claims to have inside information on what went down in front of Taylor's booth. As he explains, Kanye West bought a ticket that would put him in front of her booth. Therefore, he could be on camera with her throughout the evening. As Marshall explains, Swift didn't like this and made some calls. Subsequently, Kanye allegedly got kicked out. He's got a mask on with his logo on the mask, typical Kanye, Marshall said. Taylor Swift gets pissed off. She boom, boom, makes a call or two. Everybody's involved. He gets kicked out of the stadium. He was trying to leverage, he was trying to leverage her celebrity. That's what he tried to do. He tried to sit in front of Taylor Swift. The issue with this allegation is that Ye was very much at the stadium for most of the evening. In fact, he was in his own box with Ty Dolla Sign and Anderson Park. Not to mention, if this actually happened, Ye would be the first to say something about it. Needless to say, the authenticity of the report is questionable. Hey, Merv. Good morning. Hey, um, um, are you helping Mike with um, with um, getting money for for uh, his daughter for the event that they're trying to do? Why not? So, <clears throat> yeah, but he but he, so he's calling me, and so he so I'm going to give him some money, but I don't know if I'll, I'm not playing paying the whole thing, and I don't know if I can get anybody else to help. So I need you to get on the horn with me. All right. So, so so far I got about fifteen hundred, and he said he need three. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna call him today and tell him that you're gonna take care of the rest. I got fifteen, and you can take care of the rest. All right. Okay. I'm sorry, you guys. Um. You guys there? Hello? Yeah, we're yep. here, Jack. These are the Thank you. They over there chilling, man. Uh, Chocolate Peach said, okay, Bucketheads, continue the show while Jay is on the phone. <laughs> why is she always got something to say? That motherfucker. Jay, why are you making this big old rhinoceros a star? I don't understand. <laughs> Buckethead. <laughs> oh, that's all she got to give to the show, huh? That's all you got, huh? Like, I don't even know how she got around this motherfucker, man. I'm telling you, boy. Jay must keep these motherfuckers around just for me. 
<laughs> Why do you say that? Because once you find out I like big girls, all the big girls start rolling in. They said Jay King invited me. <laughs> Motherfucker, it's a question if you like girls at all. What the fuck you talking about? Nobody girls? ain't talking to you, nigga. I know, Nobody ain't talking, talking to you. you. I know, I'm, I'm not to listening you. to you, though. You better hope Jay King here for what the whole show, nigga. I'm going to tell well, your ass up. I'm not hoping. Man. I'm going to be here for the whole show. Okay, well, he's going to get it sooner or later. J. King, so like you had some bitter salt today for the Kente. Who? Who? Oh, who's answering? Who's answering? Uh, why do you say I got some bitter salt? I, I, I love Kente. Well, why not? Why not say that? Go tell Ali some shit like that. Give him some ammunition. He's going to come out like Kanye West now on me. What ammunition did I give him? Tell me what, what ammunition did I just give him? You let him know that I'm not going to be there. You're not going to be there all he said he day. He was going to be gonna there for the whole show. No, I am going to be here all day. Man. Okay, well, okay Jay, well, watch this. Watch this, Jay. I said I'm going to be this. here all day. Okay, Jay, watch this. I said I'm going to be here bad. all day. My bad, Jay. My bad. Forgive me. You love Kid Jay. <laughs> that nigga high. It's still in your system. <clears throat> so, um, I want to. I, I, before we, you know, before we get real stupid, because we have a propensity <laughs> to do such a thing. Um, good morning, Penelope, Larry. I'm glad you were able to attend the event yesterday. I'm, um, so when I hear people talk about, you know, how hard it is or the tough times they have, or um, or a good morning, Potter, or, um, and good morning, Big Charles. Why things don't work out for them or um, and things like that. I always want to tell a story of somebody that I know. And this guy I knew. Um, I met this guy uh, when, I first, when I first got into music business. And... Um, <clears throat> He, uh, you know, I, um, I had a few run-ins with some people because, there's a, you know, in the beginning there were a lot of people that, um, good morning, Digital Soul, that didn't um, respect or appreciate what I was doing. Good morning, um, Daphne um, Gibson. Good morning, Roger Smith. What I was doing in the music business because they had never seen anybody, you know, put out an independent record in the R&B market. Independent records were mostly hip-hop guys. They would get picked up by the major label after making, and they, they wouldn't be in the music business. In, in totality, they would be in their area, in their region, uh, in their city, and then a major label would pick them up. And here I was, I was this kid out here with a record. Oh, I'm trying to go nationwide with my record. And Don Taylor was one of the few people that encouraged me early on. He watched my record when it was nothing and when people laughed at me and made fun of me uh, when I would go to conventions, not to my face, but, you know, I knew that they were making fun of me because at the end of the night, my record, I, I would get 12 inches, 
but my 12 inches will be laying all over the, the, the down, the, and, you know, the downstairs area of the hotel we were in. Um, <clears throat> and so, you know, at that point, I, I knew that, you know, people weren't feeling me. But Don Taylor was a guy who encouraged me, and, um, and he was always protective over me. And I wonder why people were afraid of Don Taylor. Because Don Taylor was a light-skinned guy, probably around 5'9", five, 5'10", five, wasn't a very big guy, had a little um, Jamaican-y accent. And, uh, but I didn't know who he was. I didn't know anything about Don Taylor. It wasn't until years later that I realized that Don, who Don Taylor was. I'm going to tell you guys who Don Taylor is now. It's going to be a It'll take me about three to five minutes to read this, but Don Taylor was born on February 10th, 1943 in Kingston. His mother, Cynthia Llewellyn, was just 13 years old at the time of his birth. She worked with a maid and lived with a black Jamaican called Taylor. However, Don was actually the son of Vernell Kidd, a white British soldier disowned by both his parents, but young Don grew up hustling cruise liners, passengers in the downtown area of Kingston at 13. Already he was cutting deals with bar owners, selling American cigarettes or washing cars. Meeting the American singer Lloyd Price gave Taylor the idea of setting up a valet service for other visiting performers such as Fat Domino. Benny King, and Jackie Wilson. Impressed by Taylor, Wilson bought him a plane ticket to Miami in 1960. While there, he met Jerry Butler and ended up in New York working for Little Anthony and the Imperials. By 1965, Taylor had managed to convince the U.S. military that his father was American. He was drafted for two years, giving him legal resident status. Following his discharge in 1967, he rose from role manager to looking after the affairs of Little Anthony and the Imperial. The vocal group were on their way down after such hits as tears on my pillow and going out of my head. But Taylor kept them working in Las Vegas and learned to operate in a charged environment, which was under mafia influence. He also took the Motown artist Martha Reeves under his wing. Asked by the Jamaican Prime Minister Michael Mansley to organize a benefit concert for the Trenchtown Sports Complex, Taylor suggested Marvin Gaye as the headline act, while a local promoter, Stephen Hill, added Bob Marty to the bill. During negotiations over the concert in 1973, Marley was puzzled by Taylor's appearance and business acumen. You really is Jamaican? How you learn the business so, he asked. The pair kept in touch. The following year, realizing there was a buzz around Marley's group, the Whalers, Eric Clapton's version of I Shot the Sheriff had just become a hit. And hearing that the group had left their manager, Danny Sims, Taylor traveled to Kingston, walked to Marley's house at 56 Hope Drive, Hope Road, woke him up, and offered the singer his services. That's how Don Taylor became the manager of Bob Marley and the Whalers. 
Don Taylor died in 
payola thing happened with Joe Isgro. Yep. Joe Isco was the beginning of what they call payola, where you paid, um, you know, and, you know, you had to hire a, a promotion guy, and that guy would take bags of money to record companies, but it had, I mean, to radio stations, but this had been going on for years. They, they try to act like it only happened in, um, in the 60s uh, and 70s, but it had gone on since the music business was. Today is That's Robert right. Redwine's birthday. Oh wow! Happy birthday, Robert Redwine. Oh yeah, babe. Hey, hey, Keith. Hey, thank, thank you so much. It, 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 it's my birthday. Oh, oh yeah. I miss Robert Redwine. I really do. KJ, you miss me, fire of my desire. I would love to uh, uh, here Robert when I told that story. I would have called hell. Oh man! <laughs> First of all, if you you if you if you had been here when Robert, because you know Robert had his own his own little story, so you and Robert right. would have been out together <laughs> with two little trans. <laughs> Y'all would have been the trans, and we would have called you guys the trans boys. <laughs> Good morning, Gwen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Y'all would have been did, did, you ever conclude, did you ever conclude about uh uh what's his name? Uh the guy with Taylor Don, Swift. Oh Don Taylor. Oh yeah. No, Taylor Swift. Um that them oh, saying that Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift that um they they said that name? they don't know if it's true. Yeah, they were saying that they don't know if it's true, but that's what that's what people are saying. Kanye, yeah, Kanye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kanye West wanted barefoot to, huh? Do you think he would do that? Do I? Uh, first, um, yeah. Would Kanye? Absolutely, Kanye would do that. Good morning, Fred. Big Fred. Fred didn't want to. Kanye West enjoyed a victory of sorts on Sunday evening after spending $7 million of his own money to share a homemade video during the Super Bowl. The outlandish rapper was in attendance at the Legion Stadium in Las Vegas as Kansas City Chiefs triumphed over the San Francisco 49ers to claim the third title in five years. But if West Alexander McQueen designed crucifix mask hadn't already commanded enough attention, the zero-budget commercial filmed to promote his new merchandising campaign, certainly did. The 25-second clip filmed on a mobile phone finds West, his voice affected by newly fitted titanium dentures, urging viewers to visit his Yeezy website as he travels in the backseat of a car. Since we spent all the money on the commercial spot, we actually didn't spend any money on the actual commercial he admits before urging viewers to visit his Yeezy website. 25-second clip apparently filmed on, mo- on a mobile phone finds him urge, okay. Brands including Dunkin' Donuts, Mountain Dew, Uber Eats, and Oreo spent an average of $7 million apiece to secure an advertising spot during Sunday evening Super Bowl, watched by 114 million people across the globe. But while West's bizarre homemade addition to the TV schedule was at odds with the glossy big-budget commercial that aired on Sunday, some fans claimed it was a stroke 
a marketing genius, taking the ex-formerly Twitter one impressed viewer wrote, the genius that is Kanye West put a commercial on the Super Bowl that will trend beyond the Super Bowl. A second added, greatest Super Bowl commercial there is. While a third admitted, I didn't watch the Super Bowl, but I've seen this ad three times. Pretty genius of you, actually. Let's see if we can find it. <clears throat> Let's see if we can find the Kanye West. Um, yeah, because I didn't see so it. it. But I thought Kanye I West. Huh? I thought I thought you saw that. I thought you saw that. Um, I know you saw that 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 Dunkin' Donut ad. You gonna you ain't gonna miss that. Good morning, G Money. I saw <laughs> Reese as a director. I saw Reese directing Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's beautiful. 
Here comes Professor Keone, y'all. There goes Professor Keone. That's the homeless cat whose house we were in. So that, um, um, Jana Marie didn't make it, y'all. She, Jana Marie, uh, didn't make it on time, but she wasn't in there. Um, but that came on right after the, the, the Yeezy commercial. And that, that's kind of cool. That's huh? Not bad. Not bad. Did you ever find out what that graffiti writing says that you did the video behind? Yeah, I mean, um, we knew what it. I mean, it was it was just I can't remember what, but it, yeah, we knew what that what it said. We, yeah. um, but we don't know who did the painting. Um, <clears throat> Jen, uh, John Beckman likes Tears' voice. He over there getting all sticky. Off of her voice. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> you already getting sticky, John Beckman? Sticky boy. Mm-hmm. The boy is sticky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to tears of voice. Sticky boy. Marcus Jordan posted a picture with Michael Jordan on Instagram on Sunday night as rumors swirl around that he and Larsa Pippen have broken up. Marcus shared an earlier story that he was spending time with his father and the rest of the Jordan family as they watched the Super Bowl together. The fact that the 33-year-old chose to be with them and not Larsa wouldn't have normally raised any eyebrows. But it comes on the back of those breakup rumors. A quick look at their respective Instagram profiles shows they no longer follow each other. All pictures of the two of them together have also been deleted, except for one which Larsa appears to have forgotten to delete. To add more fuel to the fire, Pippen also put out an interesting story on Instagram. The 49-year-old asked whether your friend should unfollow your ex. All of this does give credence to the rumor that they've broken up, but nothing has been confirmed just yet. This could be just two, the two of them having an argument like couples tend to have, or they could also very well be just messing around with their fans. We should find out soon enough just what exactly is going down between them. Why is it anybody's business? Good morning, um, Alicia. That um, Alicia or Bernie says that that video always brings a smile to her face, and that's and that's good. That's what that's what I want to do. And I'm gonna say this to you, Alicia. Can't nobody try to force me to tell you how, when, and where um, um, to um, to um, make tacos and enchiladas and tostados and corn chips. You do that when you want to. And um, it would be very nice when you do. I'll appreciate it. Of course, I would never say you need to or you have to or you should. I would just 
enjoy them when they when they um become available. If they should come available in the next few days, I would I will be thankful, you know, that if I'm invited. So, but I would never put pressure on you. I'm not that kind of I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> I'm not and I'm not gonna let anybody else put pressure on you either. I'm not I'm not gonna let them put pressure on me to put pressure on you. I'm not like that. But of course if you decide to to you know, to to make tacos or enchiladas, pastados, corn chips and dip, refried beans and that you guys make actually not out of the can. You actually make the refried beans and rice. Talk you hungry, Jay. Did that nigga did that nigga say dip? She make her own dip. Yeah. She make her own dip. They she make she make her own the 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 uh yeah she make all that shit. Adrian oh, Lord, if you went to Dale Bernie's house, you wouldn't leave. If you love Mexican food, you'd never leave. Her, her food was outstanding. So my son, my son and Kobe Bryant, not only do they, they, yeah, salsa, not only do they look alike and sound alike, they have the same type of mannerism. I'm going to show you Kobe Bryant, and, and, and my son doesn't post anything on social media, but I'm going to show you. Those kids are so much more athletic. Yeah. And then the next time I came back, it was a little better. And the summer came back, you scored. Better. It was a little better. I scored. Yeah, it wasn't much, right. but I scored. You know, 12, 13, 12, 13. Then 14 came around, back half of 13, 14 uh, years old, and then I was just killing everyone. And it happened in two years. And I wasn't expecting it to happen in two years, but it Kobe Bryant, my son looks like a miniature Kobe Bryant. Um, J King four. I'm gonna see if he because my but my son is very super private. He's a super private dude. Like if I say stuff, yeah, he don't. I don't think he he's not on. He's not on um on Facebook. But um, I'm gonna see if I can find a picture of him with his. With his mustache, with his beard and everything, I, 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 but I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna see if I can find a picture of him. But I sent him this text this morning, and I said, um, um, "Not only do you look like Kobe to me, you guys have some of the same mannerisms. No wonder why I loved him so much. Not more than you, though." <laughs> then he, he he sent me black glass, and he probably looking at him going, "Yeah." <laughs> 
So, um, hi, I'm Kelly from Growth Edge. Are you looking for business financing options this month? They, they always, these people, um, good morning, Will Wheaton. These people are always trying to, trying to sell you something. You guys have to be careful. Let me tell you something. If you, some of you guys are, are, are falling for the okey-doke, the oh, now you see me, now you don't, the oh, alakazoo, alakazam, the oh, abracadabra. There's nothing magical that's going to happen that's going, um, that's going to bring money to you. And uh, so if you, if you need money, if you're desperate for money and something is, sounds too good to be true, it's because it is. Um, and I remember when I used to get the emails from the Africans. The Africans used to have the emails that came to you, my brother. One lay. I am writing to you to tell you I have 25 million U.S. dollars that I must get rid of in the next two weeks. I found you on the Internet through a friend, a mutual friend, and I would like to turn this money over to you because I cannot use it in my country. All I ask is that once you receive the 25 million U.S. dollars in your account, that you in turn will bequest to me 2.5 million of these U.S. dollars. In order for this to happen, I need immediately your bank account and Ralph. Right. Yeah, they think you that damn stupid. So, 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 you know, so then somebody, oh, and so now, you know, now Mike, Mike is like, Ray, Ray, you won't believe what just happened this morning. What happened, Mike, Mike? Man, you know how I was saying I needed money and shit? Yeah. Man, God is good. God, God's a good motherfucker. I'm just going to say it, man. I mean, I believe it. I'm going to church this week. Oh, what, what, what happened? Man, let me read this. Let me read this to you. My brother, this is Juan Lake. Man, 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 man. I have 25 million U.S. dollars that I want to I wanna bestow upon you. Man, you remember how I needed all that money, dude? Man, I'm calling you. I'm calling you, Ray Ray, because you my dog, man. And I'm going to give you some of this, man. What? Really? Yeah, man. I'm getting ready to send the information to them right now, man. All they want is my, uh, you know, they want my bank account, my routing number, man, you know. And, man, you know, I only got, you know, man, I got, I'm down to my last two, $3,000, man. I got to pay rent. My car note. I mean, I can't even mention. I can't get all my bills paid, right? And here I am, man. I'm stressing and everything. And God, man, God just had this dude, man. I don't know who Wanda is, man, but this dude, man, he just he picked me out of everybody in the world, man. He picked me. 
wish he would pick me. I wish I would have been. But if I, man, if I got picked, man, I would have done the same thing. Man, I would have helped you out, too. All right, man, I just wanted to call you, but don't say nothing to nobody, though. Don't say nothing to nobody. No, man, I ain't saying nothing to nobody, man. That's me and you. And Ray Ray out the street. Man. Ray Ray, man, why you looking all, why you all happy and shit all of a sudden? Nah, nothing, man. Just, you know, they can just feel good. Can't a nigga feel good? Yeah, I know you feel, but nigga, I ain't, I ain't never known you to feel good. So to see you feel good is kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't say, I, I can't tell you because I would have to do it. Hold on. I would have to let others do Yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> wow, dude. So you happy? You just happy and shit. Yeah, man. I'm just. I'm gonna tell you something, but you can't tell nobody. Mike, Mike, getting ready to get twenty five million dollars. What? You serious? Yeah, man. But man, man, he gonna give me something. He gonna give me something too. But you, you can't tell nobody. Why you say that, man? Man, cause this motherfucker, man, Ugh. for real, nigga, you walk around here all happy and shit, man. Dude, you said you wasn't gonna say. Nothing. I ain't saying nothing, man. I ain't gonna say nothing. And now here come, here come Mike, Mike. What up, man? What's happening, man? What's, what's going on? Nothing, man. Why you acting like that? I mean, I ain't acting like how am I acting? Why you all, why you got to act like I ain't got no motherfucking <laughs> attitude. <laughs> you know? <laughs> motherfuckers, my, motherfuckers a trip. What you talking about? Nothing, man. This, this motherfuckers a trip. You know what I'm saying? Then he look at, you know, Mike might look at Ray Ray. And Ray Ray like, I don't know. I don't know why he act like that. But Ray Ray know why he act like that. Because Mike Mike told Ray Ray, don't say shit. Now, Ray Ray opened up his mouth. Now, Big Hank is madder than a motherfucker because Big Hank then loaned money to Mike Mike before, and Ray Ray don't know it. So now Ray Ray know that Big Hank know because um, – I might might know because Ray Ray told. Mm-hmm. So now Ray Ray say, "I was gonna tell you too, man. I was gonna tell you." Well, motherfucker, why you didn't tell me when you told? Cause I just told this nigga, man. I told this nigga not to tell nobody. This motherfucker wants his big mouth because I want to surprise you like I surprise him. Ah, okay, okay. Man, cause man, I ain't gonna lie, man. I was in my feelings and shit. So now they all in it. Right? And so so um 
Spike Mike sends over all of the, sends over all of his information. And now Juan Lay, my brother, I received your information. However, I just spoke with the bank. There is a fee of five thousand US dollars that must be paid in order for me to send the twenty five million US dollars to you and for you to send back two point five million to me. Now Mike Mike only got three thousand dollars in the bank. So now Mike Mike gotta go back to Ray Ray and Big Hank and tell them, man, we can't get the money. What? Yeah, man. man. Why, why, why we can't get the money, man? Because, man, it costs $5,000. Man, that's some bullshit. No, man. Man, let me read the letter to you. So he read the letter to him. So now he said, I got 2000 I can put in two. So each of them put in 1500 then they had a five, and now they're going to split the money. Uh, but Ray Ray still going to get more money because he put in more money. I mean, Mike Mike going to put in, he put in 2000 but he's going to get the most money. And, you know, it's all good. So now they partners. But, and ain't none of them talking about it. They say, we ain't talking about it to nobody. Ain't nobody going to know that. So it's really $22.5 million because they got to give $2.5 million to Juan Lane. So um, they go both going to get $7 million. And then uh, because it came to Mike Mike, Mike Mike going to get $8.5 million. You add it all together, it's $22.2 million, $22.5 million. And so now... They send the money to Juan Lay. Juan Lay sends the letter. We have received the money. It's Juan Lay. Not one Lay. Juan. Juan Lay. <laughs> and you can spell it any way you want to, Jeff. So they send the money to Juan Lay. Juan Lay sends an email back. We have received the money. Within the next 48 to 72 hours, check your account. So, so now you know, man, man. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what kind of house I'm gonna get. Man, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna get me a man. Nigga, I'm gonna get me a mansion. You know, no, man, don't get a mansion, man. You, man, it's just you. Yeah, but remember, I got three baby mamas. You know what I'm saying? If they all want to come to the house, they can all have their portion of the house. I mean, it's a lot of shit we could do, man. I mean, it's, you know, I got $8 million, man. I'm going to pay cash. I'm buying a house for like $4 million cash. Man, that's more than half your money. I know, man. But So now they talk about what they're going to do with the money. They're all excited. 72 hours pass. No one lay. No money. Checking his account. No money. Five days passed. No money. Email Juan Lay. 
Now the now the email is kicking back. Greed is a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Greed will have you believe in some shit that ain't real because sounds too good to be true more than likely is. What, and most people don't know how rich they are. And now when I talk about being rich, I don't just talk about your financial wealth. I'm talking about your talent wealth, the talent wealth that you never pour into or extract from. I was talking to my son this morning, my son John, because he's talking about moving out of the out of the country. Good morning, Dave Pouncey. He said, Dad, I'm going to move out of the country because the, you know, the cost of living is getting high. You know, I'm, you know, I could do the work that I do. I could live someplace else and come back here. Because, you know, he, he DJs for, you know, uh, Meg Thee Stallion and uh, ASAP Rocky and people like that. And, you know, he, he said, Dad, I can just do two tours a year and, and take my money elsewhere. And I said, that's, that's backwards thinking. You don't, um, Dave Palsy Sr., my partner, high school partner, you don't know how valuable you are, son. Plug into your value. <clears throat> what is natural for you is talent for other people. And I told him, I said, today what I would like you to do, and I'm, and I'm challenging you all to do the same, I said, I would like you to go to Home Depot and um, go get one of those oversized pads. The oversized posted pads. Oversized. Get one of these and put it on the wall and write down all your talents. Are your talents down on the wall, and then, um, and then I want you to write services that you could provide with each of those talents. And if you don't walk away with the understanding of how rich you are, then you need to wear some glasses like DMC because you're blind at that point. Or you're married to impossibility. Good morning, Sheila Calvin. And a lot of people are married to the impossibilities that life has in front of them. And I don't care how old you are. I don't care where you reside. I don't care how much money you have. Right now, if you invested the eight, nine dollars that it costs for these pads. And then you started you started to um just write down your talents. I'm really good at talking. And so I talk a lot. 
Everything I do is based on me being able to talk. I have great comprehension skills. I really can pick things up and, and understand them, and, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm a great reader. I really I love to read, and I love information. So I do things that cater to that. I'm a creative person, so I do things that cater to being creative. And I got to be honest with you guys. If I if I wasn't in Club Nouveau, I would make music how I do now. And every day, I would be on the phone, preparing myself for weekend shows at my friends' homes, different friends with homes different friends who knew people that had homes, and that's what I would perform. I would perform in people's homes. I would do my songs. I would develop uh, a, a real uh, strategy to, uh, to build my, my value as a performer. And, you know, regardless of how large or small a scale, and just create a system where I could take care of myself. Beesock said your last your show last night was great, great advice. Makes you really think. And that's what we should we should wake up doing every day is thinking about the possibilities that are in front of us. About what we what we can do. You know, uh, if you've been an athlete and you know some of the pitfalls that athletes make, just imagine if you had a, a, a training academy for athletes, not to, not to play ball or to hone their skills, but to get their minds right, to prepare them for the next level. Because a lot of athletes will tell you a lot of great athletes that didn't make it to the league will tell you why they didn't make it. And a lot of times it was just their own personal attitudes. I believe Yusuf Kente, if, he, if, he would, if he's being honest, he would say, you know, because other people tell me that Kente had pro potential. Of course, I watched Kente play. He was a great athlete, me watching him. But to hear other athletes that have played at a higher level say, Kente had just natural abilities. He had the, he had the size. He, uh, he had the talent. He could have went to the next level. Kente will tell you he didn't have the discipline. So just imagine if guys like that made a business out of what were they failed at? And or if some somebody is a, they think in sew, they're really good at sewing or creating new things. You know, they they just be, they done fashion locally, or somebody who can really cook, somebody who can really write, somebody who's really good with numbers, that's really good at being organized, that can help organize businesses. There are a lot of talents that are inside of you that you that you don't and you won't ignite. So what what you cling on to is how hard it is. Black people have this 
propensity uh, to say how expensive it's getting in, in the United States and, you know, rich people are going to get richer. And so the poor, they are just going to get poorer and poorer. And, and what it shows me is that black people only see themselves as the poor because that's how we've been conditioned to believe that we're poor. We don't get what we got coming to us when we go to heaven. I never see myself as poor. I never see myself as not being able to make a living because uh, ingenuity and creativity is what's got me to where I am now. I suspect it will be what gets me to where where I'll go. Jeff Carlin said, um, I think many times, Jay, we don't recognize or we minimize our own talents. Stephanie Poole said, and we are the currency. Absolutely. So I don't know poor people. I know poor thinking people. But when I see people, I see the wealth in them. I really size people up based on what I believe lies inside of them. That's how, that's, how I size, that's how I size people up. But I never see a poor person. I see poor thinking people. Good morning, Chocolate Peach, and good morning, Reese, on the radio. Good morning, Alvin Harrison. Good morning. Long time no see. Long time no see, Alvin. Uh, Reese, I said good morning to you as well. I was waiting until you finished. You have a tendency to cut me off in the middle of my sentence. <laughs> so I was just waiting for turn. <laughs> Good morning. morning. You do. You just do. I'll be in the middle of saying something. You just be talking to whoever it is that's chatting with you. I get it. It's all right. I was just waiting my turn. Anyway, hello, sir. I'm, I'm not really chiming in because in a, another hour and 30 minutes, I got to be on WBEN in Buffalo. But I wanted to ask you okay. a question. You, you, based okay. on what you just brought up is a subject I'm going to bring I'm going to bring up on BEN today. Um, okay. What wouldn't you let? Because you were talking about like you know people and the value in individuals, and you talk a lot about I in AI, and a lot of people's values will eventually become obsolete. So you're going to have to find a way to acclimate, right, in order to do those things. So one of the questions I had on the sh- I'm going to do on the show today is what wouldn't you let AI do and you would rather that like, you would value more in a human person doing. And it could be as menial well, as possible. I've got one. Like I wouldn't do a barber. Like I wouldn't go to AI to, to go, you know, to have my hair done or, or something mm-hmm. like that. So what would be your so limit? First of all, I, I don't think that um, you ever become valueless. Mm. So that's my first so um, artificial intelligence is just that. It's artificial. It's not real intelligence. It's man-made intelligence that is flawed. Right. So um, it lacks I, um, personality and, person, and, and personal I would sort always, of affect. Yeah, I, I would never. So it's a difficult question for me to answer because I would never see um, AI 
in that respect as it relates to the value of a person. That's the beauty right. of the human being. The human, the human being is always uh, advancing and changing and morphing. And, you know, there was a time before, um, before the Industrial Revolution that everything was done by hand. And then as they started to create factories, then those, what was done by hand, started to be done more as in, in you know in a factory setting. It, it it required less people. And a lot of people said during the Industrial Revolution that it would make human beings useless. Uh, just like when the automobile became a a primary mode of transportation. Uh, people said that you know um, that cars were dangerous. That um, that that the automobile was just a fad. It wouldn't last because they didn't have roads. They you know we didn't have we didn't have that the the infrastructure for it at the time. And there were people who talked about the destruction of the human race, that we are, that we're headed in the wrong, that it's the devil, it's a devil mobile. So <laughs> I am. Um, Everything was the devil. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't, um, I see AI as a tool that technology will use and we will use from a technolo- technological standpoint, but the human being will morph into something else. John Beckman said, when Donna said, let's open a trucking school, I thought it was impossible. Did our research, due diligence, and put together a business plan, and just like that, Truckee was born. Nothing is impossible. There is nothing impossible, John, except that which you make impossible. Jeff Collins said, that's true, Jay. I think as we progress in technology, we will adapt just as we always have. Yeah, and that's just that's just a human being. And if you you know if you look if you, I, that's why I always tell you guys. I read I always read history. Go read go read history. Go go back in time and see what was what was happening in the in the eighteen eighties. You know, they didn't have air conditioning. They had these fans, but they had, before they had fans, they had somebody that would fan you. Usually, uh, a slave girl would would fan <laughs> white people, and or you know, or they would hire somebody. There would be people that that was their job. Part of their job was to fan you when it got too hot. There were some people that would put ice on your feet, rub ice on your feet and on your legs. That they were that's what that was their that was their job. Tell me how many. Fan girls are ice rubbers you got today. You know now that the athletes have them and they put them in a in a tub and they and they, they cool the body down. But that's the health reason. So the human being is is an interesting animal, and his contraption, the contraption that all the 
elements of the human being are trapped in, which we call a body, it, and, and you know, and, and you have a mind, and the mind is vast, and it can do a lot of different things, and it can always invent, reinvent, discover, rediscover. It's a lot of shit it can do. Um, Jeff Carlin said, geez, if I ask Kim to fan me, she'll kick my ass. Yeah, yeah no, she no, She would fan your ass all right. I'm going to fan your ass right out of my life. I'm going to fan your ass wife. I'm not your wife. I'm going to. Alvin Harrison said, um, since AI at this point has no emotion, I'm not interested in its art. Even if it is endowed with emotion, it will be a manufactured copy of emotion. Since we are not God, we will never be able to create a being with human emotions. That was some of the comments you got, Rich. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to say one love to Alvin, man. That's all right. One love, Alvin, from from brother from Yusef Kente. Oh, actually, um, I was wondering since Alvin is there, if you can ask him, Alvin, um, sir, how was the uh, how's the lawsuit uh, working out? Um, and, what, and, you know, are you making? Oh, you haven't heard? <laughs> no. No, there are several people who are suing him for damaging their ears with his music. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Alvin's creativity, man. Who fuck around? <laughs> <laughs> it is out there, but yeah. I'm just. It. He knows I'm kidding. Don't get mad, Alvin. That is me doing what I do. You know, I love love Did you ever convince Arnold Schwarzenegger to say uh, neighbor? Dude, just let me shine right here. Let me shine. I'm I'm blinging right now. I'm blinging right now. Good morning, Potter. Good morning, Potter. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Did anybody ever answer Reese's question? Is this something that they would not allow AI to do for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to answer that, okay. that's cool. I, yeah, I'm just wondering if there's a a limit on, you know, in, in, innovation, as it were. Well, I wouldn't let AI have sex with me, Reese. <laughs> I mean, like, right, everybody's got a limit, right? Yeah. That, but, that, but, but, hey, hey, but, that, but Jay is bringing up a good point because I think they're, they're thinking that they can make it so real that people will start like having emotional kind of relationships with this thing and then when they get right. the robots that they're going to have these you know these these men and women robots that people are going to be having relationships with physical relationships right and that's something i would never do good morning Larry. Hey, that, that was mind. that was a uh twilight zone episode where yep. they, they with the space and they gave them an AI woman to, as their companion. Mm. Did you see that one, Jay? Yeah. Knowing that you're a Twilight Zone fan. And she, yeah, she, I, and she was beautiful, too. Well, Jay, cut it out. Don't, don't, it was just a show. <laughs> don't go get you one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, she was, she was beautiful. She, obviously, she was a human being, but she was a beautiful... AI girl, 
And she would speak like this. And, you know, I don't know how I can help you. She would speak like that. But just imagine you coming home. Hello, Reese Hopkins. How was your day? God, would, would she refer like to me, me in the same way that, that Kimberly Virgil yeah. does? No. <laughs> no, she, no, she would um, she would say, hello, Reese, on the radio. How was your day? Would you like me to run your bath and get in the water with you? Or would you like kinky sex after your bath? Please press 1 for getting in the bath and press 2 for kinky sex after the bath. I would like to push number three, robot bitch. Um, number three. The way J. King, the way J. King said it, sounds like he got one already. <laughs> okay, listen, Alvin listen robot said, bitch. Alvin Harrison said, "I'm not rat, mad, Reese. I do not pay attention. I do not. I do not pay your opinion. I do not pay your opinions. I do not pay attention to your opinions about God bless anything." You. God bless you, um, Alvin. Um, uh, okay, back to robot bitch. Hey, robot bitch, no, I don't need you to rub my back or to get in the water. I simply need you to clean the house and have the dinner on the table when I get out of the shower on my own. Thank you, robot bitch. Uh, have a good day. <laughs> I would introduce well, it to my friend on, that way. Well, I, hey, on hey, the radio. hey, I want you to meet robot I... bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Hey, listen to me, robot bitch. Go upstairs and, came, and go order three Bossa Nova albums. Hey, when I came over to Reese's house, she would say, "Hello, J King, Daddy of Reese's thinking. Can I get anything for?" <laughs> At that point, Reese would have known that I'm the one who's thinking. Robot would have black eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. That's cold as shit. He said, oh, my God. <laughs> At least Robot would be his sparring partner. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, by the way, I'm looking, there's a website for this, J. King, and, and I was looking for it because I, I, I couldn't remember it, but there's a, a, there was an old one, but this is a new one. It's called WillRobotsTakeMyJob.com. This is the craziest shit I've ever heard. So I looked up the most basic thing. Going to the barbershop has got to be the one of the most personal things that a guy can do, right? Because, again, you're trusting somebody with razors, you know, with blades and clippers, Right? The number, the calculated percentage risk level, the risk level is the calculation, is 62% out of 100. That's high. Just so you know, we've been left unattended. Oh, he's back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. Okay, so yeah. So Will says that barbers calculate at 62%. I'm going to put in hairdressers because I know there's a lot of women 
It says, okay, hairdressers, hairstylists, and cosm and, and and cosmetologists. It says, so it's all under the same category. That category is lower at thirty percent risk level. Drake could give y'all the question for all those feminine fucking things. W-B-E-N. That's WBEN.com in Buffalo. And and is there any kind of way that just any of us could just pick up the show? What's the best way to pick up the show? You can probably catch it on my on my website, ReaseOnTheRadio.com today. And I'll be on from like what what's two o'clock your time eleven, so from eleven. Uh, no, and, yeah. no, sorry. Yeah, two-hour difference or three? Oh, two hours. Three hours. Difference. Oh. Three hours. Oh, three. I'm in three Texas, hours is eleven. Buffalo's in the East Coast. Okay, uh, Reese, you are talking to me, or are you talking to that? No, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Okay. okay. It'll be I just want two to be o'clock clear, on the East Coast, making it eleven o'clock on the West Coast. So, Snitchy Smurf, do you see why um, Kente sometimes mistake you for a king? Because you she interject. Like Good morning, uh, Grace. You I interject. heard this question about the time. I heard, king, I heard a general question about time, and I just was, he said, what time would that be? So I answered to, that. He was speaking to Kente. Noted. Unless you, unless With you, apologies. Unless you, Kente Jr., well, we just, I, think we just revealed, I think we just revealed another place that we could replace somebody with a robot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry, so I'm going to look about, just for fun, I'm going to look <laughs> at singers and musicians. That risk level is moderate at 45%. What do you mean? Wow. So there's a website called willrobotstakemyjob.com. And it goes based based on polling data, so it's not it's not accurate. It's just giving you know kind of a, a lump sum kind of deal. So you put in what position you want to see if it's at risk. And I put in music. Well, I put in singers, but it comes up as musicians and singers. Right. Twelve hundred music. Yeah, twelve hundred eighty-seven votes were tabulated, and the growth in that industry is at four point two percent by year twenty thirty-two. And the calculated risk level is moderate at 45%. So it's still under 50. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What do y'all think about the service community going on strike? Like Uber, I mean, like uh, Lyft and all that shit on tomorrow. You know, the, the what is it, uh, DoorDash you, and all that shit? Oh, they're going on strike? Oh man, tomorrow on Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. Oh, that, okay, I thought you were talking because I just heard that the flight attendants are going on strike, or as I like to call them, waitresses in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, you got me laughing today, Reese. I think I got to smoke some weed. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get angry. There's a waitress in the sky that I love. <laughs> I, w- I want to do a parody for the um, waitress in the sky. You you know what? I remember being um being a young a young man, and the uh, drum machines have taken gigs from drummers for years. No, they haven't. Yeah. Um, Cal Cal uh, Williams, drum machines can't take 
um, uh, uh, gigs away from drummers uh, because drum machines, I mean, they play with the drummer. So what we've done is we've um, only in track dates, but that's because of the because of the technology. Good morning, Gina Days. Um, but drum machines, um, what they did was in the studio, they took the place of a drummer because I don't have to do as many takes. I can, I know how to do pickups. I can bring a drummer in to do the pickups on top of what I've done with the machine. But um, in live performances, the drummer, his energy cannot be matched by a drum machine. So um, all Club Nouveau records were done with drum machines, but when I get on stage, I want a drummer playing it, not a machine. Symbols. You want to see that guy pop, pop. You want to, 
You want to get the natural feeling. Now, there are times when um, when um, bands uh, that are playing in clubs, you're right. Um, they they may not want, you know, if, if that's, you know, the, you know, that's not a real, I mean, I'm not saying they're not real. They're top 40 bands, but they're not real bands that go out on tour and, and stuff like that. Alvin Harrison plus drum machine says, plus drum machines on instrument are important and central for the certain music genres. Evaluating their use within the entire spectrum of all music is like comparing skip loader importance to hold that must be dug. I don't know what that means. But, okay. Didn't, didn't they do an a AI concert with Tupac or something? In some kind of way? No, that's not. That's a hologram. It was a hologram. Hologram? Oh, okay. Yeah, a little different. So would they ever be able to do a concert uh, using AI? Or is that... Yeah, I'm sure that that there's going to come a time, but, um, I mean, you know, know, technology is... Is what it is, but the vibration of music, music is really a vibration. And really, you know. Hey, Joni, how is Red Wine doing? Can you you call in? Tell us how Red Wine is doing. 515-605-9376. Hey, Jabba Williams, good morning. Today, I know, today he's 61. Can you call in and tell us? 515-605-9376. 515-605-9376. I would appreciate it. I don't know I don't know if um if um AI could you know be that tender. Morning, Brian Collier. Every day, I'm trying to I would. I'm trying to get something filed for his on behalf by eleven a.m. Okay. Um, my brother, how can I send you some of my music? Uh, send it to me at j a y k i n g, the number sixty two at gmail dot com. J king sixty two at gmail dot com. J a y k i n g sixty two at gmail dot com. What did you say, Kente? Oh, well, I was dead here. I was saying to you, this is where one of us is supposed to jump in. Is Bright Eyes still here? Um, who is Bright Eyes? Dre? He knows who he is. Dre, huh? Bright Eyes. What do you want? <laughs> is you Bright Eyes? You know, damn bright eyes. You've been running it's away from me in the third hour. I want to know. Hey, Jay, we brought your boy Jude. Huh? What? 
Where's your boy what? Jude? I don't know. I don't know where Jude is. I don't know what's happening with him. I'm concerned. I called him a few times just to check on him. And um, you got nothing. You know, um, there can't be 61 other J Kings. You are there. Can't be 61 other J King. You're number one. Um, 62 is my the year of my birth. Uh, also, the uh, number on his jersey when he plays offense for you whack ass niggas. <laughs> <laughs> you miss talking shit to Jim okay. Reese? Uh, no, well, I will say that. Please stop calling him that. Um, I will say this. Um, you know, a couple of months, I'll be celebrating five years of sobriety. And I know Jude is struggling with his own. So I think about him from time to time. Mm. Next month, I'm, I'm celebrating three years without cigarettes. Oh, wow. That's good. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Good morning, baby. Congratulations, Maybe brother. you can help John Beckman because John Beckman sounds like, smells like a he big cigarette. Smoke. John Beckman I forgot smells about like a that. big cigarette. And Kente smells like a big joint. But I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating 30 years and not fucking with cigarettes nor alcohol. All right. Oh, really? Congratulations. Really, man. Cut this shit out. You know, oh, uh, I, I, you know, when I heard Chuck D, when I heard him say never drink point blank, I said I'm gonna stop drinking a beer. Because I was, I was I, you know, I was just drinking beer then. You know, I, I yeah, stopped drinking beer. Beer isn't alcohol. Beer is fine. Shut no, up. No, it's yes, not. It is. No, Beckman, I can't, fuck you. I can't drink beer. <laughs> you can beer drink near beer. I don't want a near beer. beer. Near beer. That's like, that's, like, that's like paying for a prostitute to hug. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's the dumbest shit, near beer. Fuck near beer. <laughs> I know. Right. I say fuck near beer too. I drink real beer. <laughs> yeah, well, right. No, there you go. If you're gonna do it, do the thing. <laughs> no, to each his own. I'm just saying that you know, Beck. I totally forgot Beckman does smoke. I just, I just totally did. <laughs> Don't worry. Listen to me, Beckman. I'm not gonna be the dude who sits around and like. Becomes this, you know, sanctimonious neophyte. You need to quit. Hey, I don't want to. You don't want to be a hypocrite. I agree. No, no. Because I always, I always go back to my favorite joke. Is this, this woman walks into a bar and sees a guy smoking at the bar and she looks at him and she goes, "Oh, you're a smoker." And he goes, hey, what, "What the hell is your problem?" She goes, "How much do you smoke?" And he was like, "Well, I smoke about a pack and a half a day." She was like, "Oh my goodness." She goes, "How much are cigarettes?" At the time, about seven bucks. And she goes, she calculates, she goes, how long have you been smoking? It was like 30 years. She calculates the money and how much. She goes, she goes, you know, if you didn't spend any money on cigarettes, you'd have enough money to buy a Ferrari. So he thinks about it for a little while and looks at her and he says, hey, what kind of uh, car do you drive? She goes, I drive a Honda. He goes, do you smoke? She goes, no. He goes, bitch, then where's your fucking Ferrari? That's right. <laughs> Cigarette joint. And how many times have I heard, God, you know, so bad for you. My favorite joke ever, Beckman. 
my, my friend Marilyn said hey, to my friend Jace, do you know that secondhand smoke is more dangerous than smoking itself? He looked her right in the face and said, bitch, you need to start smoking that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I almost fell out of my chair. You know, uh, and I'm like, you know, talking to me about... You, you know, some of, the, some of the casinos here in town, they wanted to get away, uh, do non-smoking in the casinos. And these casinos are not dumb. They, yeah. they would have lost so much money if they went non-smoking. It was incredible. I know, so, I know. Some but, of the ones no, I, out in Virginia have a, a whole, you know, non-smoking seg- section. Yeah, that's fine. You can have a non-smoking you know, section. That's fine. But you're right about that. That one deal is like, that was what I thought the bars, when Bloomberg did it in New York in 2003, my heart said, nobody's going to a bar again if he does that. And he did it smart. 2003, he put the ban in May. It was beautiful outside. Nobody had a problem with it. But when the first winter came, God, did it suck. But it, by then, people were right, you know, the, the bars weren't suffering from it, you know, because he did it at the perfect month. It was a brilliant plan. And what the bar restaurants have done here is they put up a divider, you know, like oh, the they, bar. Do they let you still, do they still let you smoke? But the outdoor, in New York, you can't even smoke in the outdoor spaces. Right. Yeah, that's They won't even let you do vaping or e-cigarettes in outdoor yeah. spaces. And my buddy who works in New York City says every day he goes to work, all he does is smell marijuana. That's all he smells. That's crazy. Isn't that wild? That's everywhere. Marijuana makes money. Oh, trust me. We understand. We understand. It is all by design. Not only that, they they, they also get to uh, what's the new plan I always rag on Connecticut for? They got their legal drug dealers by making sure that the African Americans get the first dibs on the marijuana dispensary. You know that's how they make up for their reparations. Real smart. Hey Reese, Reese, I read this morning a a story about a Connecticut priest. Did you hear about him? No, something came over my feed. What happened? A Connecticut priest was caught selling drugs out of his rectory. Yes. Yes. Yes, I did see that story. Now, is that a pun on words, his rectory? <laughs> wow. Did he have the drugs in his rectory? Wow. Clearly yeah, he did. He, yeah, he was selling <laughs> drugs from his rectory. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ow. You already won, though, Reese. You, count, you keep counting. You know, what did you say, three years of sobriety? Yeah. No, for for you going five won, years man. in you June. Are, yeah, you already won, bro. You already won. Man. Yeah, I don't even think back. about. I, it's no reason exactly. It's no reason to look back. I, I'll never be a drinker again. Yeah, I you won, man. I'll drink no that. Reese, were you drinking hard liquor? Were you drinking oh, hard liquor? When I quit, when I quit drinking, I was doing um, I was doing uh, Jameson's with a beer back. That was my that was my drink of choice. Now is is Jameson's Irish whiskey? Irish whiskey, that is correct. All right, okay. So listen, we're not gonna get into this goddamn. Con- Y'all didn't make the show fucking boring. Oh, you got stop it! Where were you? <laughs> I had to go well, do something. But I thought you guys would at least carry this motherfucker. We did. We God talked damn, about myriad of topics. 
I'm hearing you guys talk about the goddamn beard. I'm going to hear about no goddamn no, beard. No, that was the – listen, listen. We went uh, several places, J. King, before we went to that. We didn't even talk about that for two minutes. Let me ask. Let me – We even, 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 even talk about a preach. We're actually talking about you today for the most – but then why did 12 people leave from one area and nine people leave from the other one? I'm sorry? Maybe they got to go to work. It's almost 10 o'clock. The, the, the people left. You don't know that. That's the reason why they I'm left. The yes, I understand, but that, you don't know why they left. They left. I do know why they left. Did you they send you a message? How do you no, know I can that? Tell. Stop it. I can tell. Uh, uh, even, you even, even, even just into a conversation just, and thought that was all we talked disease. about. Like, like what, did Jay, what did Jeff say? What did Jeff say? Snore. Like what did Jeff say? Like a bunch of things like he's sleeping. Snore. Call in, wow. Jefferoni. Call in. Yeah. Call in and add Alvin to the Harrison show. Yeah, call in, Jeff. Oh, he, is that Harris, what he said? Yeah, really? about Reese, Jay. Alvin Harrison. Wait, wait. Alvin Harrison said that we were boring. Now, isn't no, that what he's calling the kettle black? He said because Reese Call. is boring. Call yeah, in, sure. Alvin. Sure, Alvin. Sure, I'm boring. Yeah. I know Alvin it's a long just play another Call. Alvin Harrison t- song. That ought to lift everyone's spirit. Uh, wow. <laughs> Jeff Carter said we got six people left and seven of them are hosts. <laughs> 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 Who said that? Who said that? <laughs> Jeff Carter <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, call in. Why Jeff don't call in? Why you don't call in, Jeff? Because he's a baby. <sighs> don't act like you a grown up, Pat. Uh, oh God, that was a good laugh. I really, really do appreciate that. That was good. I'm just saying, sometimes you guys you cut up and cut up in your own thing, and sometimes you know you got to entertain the people too. Part of this, you know, you got my apology. You got to throw because. You know, not all of us can, can can do the stellar job you did about Ray Ray and the Nigerian <laughs> <laughs> That takes talent, sir. That takes talent. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people like Ray Ray Mike Mike in the big, big Hank story. Trust me. The, the misadventures of Ray Ray and Mike Mike should be a goddamn comic book. <laughs> so Reese, are you going oh, to protest yeah. going to uh, see One Love, or are you uh, going to see it? I didn't hear that, sir. Are you going to protest hey, you got going it. to see um, One it's, Love, it's, it's, or are you it's, going um, to it's, um, ten o'clock? No. My name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Graham, Packer Davis, Yusuf Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio. Um, PTE, um, High Top Fade, Dr. Dre, um, Big Charles, uh, Chocolate Peach, Potter, Snitchy Smurf, Big Fred, and John Beckman telling you to get busy living because you're going to have enough, di- enough time dying. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Same that time, same that channel. <laughs>
Reese, I'm going to ask you a serious question. Are you still here? Reese off the radio. He's off the radio. He'll be right. He's off the radio. So are you going to go see the movie, Yusuf? Yeah, I think I am. I'm going to go see I think it's going to be commercial, but I'm still going to see it because I know how to get in free. (laughs) You know, they do this crazy (laughs) shit now. They do this crazy shit over here where there's nobody to take your ticket at the box office. You're supposed to stand in line once you go through the doors in the concession land, uh, concession line. And then when you get to uh, the register, you say, well, I'm here to pay to get in. So when I found that out, I stood in line and went straight to the bathroom and went from the bathroom to the theater. <laughs> I said, fuck that. I'm not paying to get in the movie ever again. I'm not that honest. What is going on in California? They just want people to to to, to steal services. Do some crazy anyway, shit, huh? Yeah, but but the, a lot of Jamaicans are not happy because the lead character playing Bob Marley is not Jamaican. Well, not only no, that, he shaved not. too. He shaved. You know, he's he's like you know how he mm-hmm. got the the black power look. You know, the right, sideburns, right. I think, and the mustache and mm-hmm. not fully, you know, when it's he, when the rosters don't shave, you know. Yeah, no. They don't, and, you know, so I just, saw that. Well, they, the the pop and Jamaicans are kind of particular about these kind of things, and I, I get it, and um, I don't know why they can't find a Jamaican actor to play Bob Marley. Lord knows oh. Bob Marley's got enough grandkids, but they may not be able to act, but he's got enough sons Hell and grandkids no. and that look just like him. I mean, they all look like Bob Marley. This was so Hollywood. That, it probably would be, yeah, it's so Hollywood. I believe you, Reese. It is. It's so commercial. Oh, you know, I, that, I mean, I, I think if they put, actually put, not only a Jamaican, a roster, because, you know, mm-hmm. it, it would... Yeah, too much. You know, like it, it's just too much with it because why can't Robert Downey Jr. play him? That you do and don't do. <laughs> huh? He said, "Why does Robert Downey Jr. play him?" Look, this should have been an independent film with studio backing, right? right? In other words, like right. a small film company with a large conglomerate distributor. Because right. the quality of the film was the guy would have been a virtually unknown and then blew it up. Right. Now, here's the crazy part. You, I don't know if you heard of that movie called Sound, uh, Sound of Freedom with Jim Caviezel, the guy who played in, um, uh, what the hell was that, Passion of the Christ, the Mel Gibson movie? Right. It's about right. the children. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. About the, tra- the children trafficking. Right. right. So that small little film, I think the budget. If I'm right, was I think I don't think it was about ten million dollars, maybe a little more. I think that it was about the, six million, actually. Yeah, in fact, yeah, that's right. I don't believe it's more than ten million. But that movie was one of the highest grossing films of last year. It's huge, and it was put out by Angel Studios, a small independent conservative outfit. That I mean, just word of mouth because no one would promote it. No, only places that would show it was. Um, One American News, Newsmax, and Fox News were the only people who did advertising for it. You couldn't get it anywhere else. And the movie did big gangbusters primarily through word of mouth. You do a movie like that, 
about Bob Marley, and you're probably going to get a better script. When Hollywood gets involved, it completely mucks it up. And here's where I'll give you a perfect example. Do you know who did What's Love Got to Do With It? Do you want to know who the parent company was behind What's Love Got to Do With It, the Tina Turner, Ike Turner movie? Who was that? Disney. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. That was Disney? Exactly. I could see it. I could see it Disney. because they really, they they, they did Ike in. Even though yeah. Ike was exactly. a, you know, they they did Ike in. And, and, and uh, it was funny. Lawrence Persperger played that. Part, I mean, I loved it. Show how he played it, and they you know, came. But, to, uh, they came to. But it fits, they came it fits to, the narrative, though. That they. But they push, came. To, so. They came to Ike. Ike was on Star and Buck Wild. Um, I want to say in two thousand two, maybe two thousand three. Right, it's right. long after the movie's out, and he comes in. He comes in with a couple of his new background singers, whatnot, because he was still trying to mess around with the industry. And we asked right. him about what love got to do with it. What was he? We never heard anything from you. Didn't protest the film in any way. So he told the story. Disney w- visited him in jail to ask if they could do a story about his life. And because he was down on his luck, he signed, it, he signed his, his, pretty much his story over. And they right. did what I they did. Like that. Absolutely. They did yeah. what they did. And, you know, Disney caught him at a very vulnerable point. You know, of course, you know, you're trying to make some money. You're trying to keep, at least keep some of your nest egg, you know, at least a nest egg. What do you do? In that circumstance, now he's fully responsible for selling the rights away, but they gonna do what they gonna do. The story you was to what? promote. God, sorry. That's you, almost you how Suge did Tupac when he was in jail. You know, yeah, afterwards you, he said, you know, something like that. You guys know what Ike Turner's real name was? I don't. Izier Luster Turner. Wow. I Z E A R. Wow. That was his real name. Do you know what's the cruelest thing anybody ever did to Ike Turner? The New York Post. No, what was that? The New York Post. You can look it up online right now. Type this into your phone. Type this into your computer, and you will see the picture. The New York Post did an article that read, after the passing of Ike Turner, where the headline read, Ike beats Tina to death. Wow. That was the coldest fucking thing I've ever read in my life. <laughs> wow. It did, they actually... That's a headline. Man. Look it up. Look it up. Did he ever get arrested wow. for beating Tina up? No. He never was no. arrested? I mean, I, there was some alt- police altercation. I don't know if he was arrested. That's a good, good question. Hmm. I don't remember him doing any serious time, but yeah. But, you know, he was maligned, you know. Back after, then, after, men used to beat the fuck out of women and that yeah. happened to them, so. But Ike beat they Tina did. to it death. They was fucked up. They treated women fucked up, man. I held that newspaper in my hand, and I Look what O.J. did to his wife before he killed her. Beat the hell out of his wife. Is that the defense of Ike Turner? Ike Turner should have said, hey, come on, y'all. I didn't kill the bitch. Right. <laughs> I just, I, you know, it's just, 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 yeah, that whole thing with with Ike and, and stuff. I I never really heard his side of the story. I only yeah, you don't, and you don't, story. and you and you don't hear his side of the story. He look, he 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 died a pariah, you know, and and you know, and the bad guy. So, 
you know, that's the way it goes. Reese, I wanted to ask you a serious question. Uh, what do you think about 12,000 people has been killed so far and over ha- or maybe 12,000 children? Has been yeah, killed. Yeah, because it's twenty-seven, so twenty-seven thousand altogether. Right, over almost half. What do you really think about that, though, man? Just to get the Hamas. Honestly, if if I were to put it yeah. honestly, look, I honestly, I failed to get into a discussion with you guys about this, but I know people don't they just don't see it my way, and I have to accept that. Acceptance is the answer. Um, we didn't start the fire, to quote Billy Joel. And when you use people as human shield and you're trying to eradicate a terrorist threat that threatens not only the people who live in, in Israel, but people across the globe, because trust me, they're next. We know they're next. That's their mission. It's not just the, once they're done with Israel, we think it's over? That, no, they, they have other sites, and they must be killed. And in order for them to be killed, unfortunately, there's going to be collateral damage until the people of Palestine, if you really want to look at it, people of Palestine are going to have to denounce Hamas. But when you ask them, overwhelmingly, over 85% of them still support them as their political, you know, as as freedom fighters. Two days ago with this lady in the Texas church. We just found out that a U.N. – by the way, did you hear about the UNRWA thing? I wanted you on the show the other day to listen to this. UNRWA, the U.N. Relief Fund, we just found at their U.N. headquarters in Gaza, underneath it was a Hamas stronghold. Maybe you guys don't understand why people and there still it is. support them. Maybe you guys, maybe you guys don't know I do. what terror, what terror is look like, and that just maybe. because, and maybe, maybe you guys don't understand that the, the, the whole, the whole game that's being played here um, on people that have been in terror for most of their lives. Mm-hmm. So when you say 85% of them still support Hamas, they better. They better. Right. That's right. So yeah, but you have to be better. bold and you have to be strong. You know, it's like, no, asking, no. it's like asking a neighborhood to support the gang who terrorizes them. Yeah, no, no, it's not. No, it's not. Well, no, how it's not? not? It's not like because, because a gang... It's just that it's a gang. It's just it's just a the, uh, um, Hamas isn't a gang. It's the government, right? That's well, like fair, going okay, against fair, the American. Fair, fair argument. It's like fair going argument. against the American government. Fair enough. The government. So uh, yes, the, so, the yes. Are they fearful? Because, yes, they are. They are fearful. I get that. But so you can't. But, somebody so has to take a no, stand. No, you don't get it because if you got it. I do. You, wouldn't justify, you don't have to like that I get it, but I do. No, no, you don't <laughs> get it because if you got it, you wouldn't justify the killing of innocent children, I'm women. Um, I, I know because because you don't get it. No, no, I just said I don't you, justify you the killing I of innocent it. people. You can't say I get it. Yes, and I can. Justify I just said I don't justify kill. the killing of innocent people. I never that's said that I did. That's not what you said before. That's not yeah, what no, you said that's before. exactly what I just said. No, you know what you said before. Okay, so let me make it clear to you, just in case you can't understand the English. I don't justify no, the killing of no, innocent before, people. No, before when it first happened, it had Still, nothing to do with understanding. It has nothing to do with understanding English. It has everything to do with what you said. 
And I'll say it you again. Said, Maybe you missed I, it. You said I don't. I don't so, so you said you said I don't, I don't condone care. the killing of innocent when, people. Well, now, so I'm glad you changed your position because I didn't want okay, you said you in the beginning. Okay, you can see that I did, but I never did. But that's fine. Yes, you but did. The fact, yes, the fuck you did. You said I don't give a fuck. What happened was evil. And if they support the government, that's why your dumb ass is on mute because you can't come on this motherfucking show and tell lies and act like you didn't tell us and and act like you didn't say the shit you said. You said on this show, I don't give a fuck what they're doing is evil, and if they support them, they should die too. Is what you said. So don't act like you didn't say it. Yes, you did. And I told you then that innocent people are being killed. And Jay, that's not fuck. innocent people if they support them. That's they not innocent people. Them. No, they no, no. no you just you said. Yes, you just said. Get, this is gonna no, be. I told you then. Okay, never mind, Jay. Today. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, this exactly. is why I didn't want to get into the conversation. Because he can't have an honest conversation about it. He just puts no, people you, on no, mute. No, you can't. You don't know how to. You don't know how to Stop, say, yeah, Jay. I was wrong You didn't have that. to. This you is not a conversation say, for you. You don't know how to say, I was wrong. You stuff you started. what you it. say. No, it, you stuff didn't start nothing. Uh, um, Reese um, said what he said. And now he's trying to back up from it like he didn't. Yeah, you did. And if you guys, if you guys pay attention, if you paid attention to it, if you remember it, you'll know that Reese didn't give a fuck. He was so mad. John Beckman was right there with him. If innocent people got to die for this to, 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 to I ne- kill I never kill said Hamas, that. I never what... said that. I never said that. Don't put words in my no. mouth. No. You, I know. you said, I did, you, I did you or did you not, did you or did you not say, I don't care, that's what happens in war? Um, you didn't no, care that I said, innocent people were dying. I said tear it down. I didn't say kill the people. I said tear it down. Uh, John Beckman, John Beckman, if you tear it down, you got to kill the people. So that's what I'm saying. So that's that bullshit that y'all do when y'all try to mint words. So how the fuck are you going to tear something down where people live and not kill them? What kind of dumb shit you guys? Who do you think you're talking to? I'm not Willie Wonka. I'm not Sammy Lunchmeat. Talking to somebody who's always y'all, critical of you what guys, we say. That's you what I'm guys, talking to. You guys, uh, you and Reese, and you agree with Reese. You agree with Reese. I wish Jeff Carlin was here because Jeff Carlin would, would actually say that that is what happened. Because that is. You and Reese were on the same page with fuck it, kill him. You guys became the same evil. And I told you this. I never then, said that. I'm telling you today. You guys I are never the same evil. I know. I know you never said it. You, you said the shit. I, I hope what I'm hoping is um, somebody in our crew can go back and find it. If Lynn Tolliver was here, not only would he find you saying it, he would say, yes, you did, John. Yes, you did. And he would tell you when you said it. I just don't <laughs> yeah, have a memory. Did say, he did say that, but, but I'm not even coming. I'm coming with a whole different tone. I didn't, didn't come angry. It's because, you know, I see the I'm not angry. I'm just saying that they act like that. But no, 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 Jay. I'm not like talking you to you. I'm, I'm talking to how, you know, because uh, Potter said, Yusuf, I started this, you know. But I came with a whole different tone. I've been cool with Reese. No, you know, it's been cool all morning. And so I just came to him in a whole completely different tone and let him speak. I didn't argue back at him. I didn't do, you know, I just let him speak because, you see people now, the border, they're forcing them all the way down to Rafa in Egypt, and they told them to go there if they wanted to find security. 
Now you have they showing film of children who saying that they were sleeping or laying down in their tent, and their father went to go out to hear some kind of commotion. And then when he goes out, you know, she says, uh, there's no greater God than Allah, and then he he gets killed. And I'm seeing this child, okay. this little girl say this, with shrapnel all on her face, bloodied and stuff. And I'm like, man, what? You said? They're sending more I- money. You I said, mean, come on. Again? I mean, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead your go point ahead, go ahead. is well taken. Okay? Your point is well taken. But I want to start by saying, who gives a shit what my opinion is? I'm allowed it on Kings in the Morning. You may not have, you don't have to like it, but I'm allowed it. It's my opinion. It may not comport with yours, but it's mine. You can twist and it I in any way you wish to. You. I didn't, but, I didn't no, no, even respond. But it's my opinion. Right. And how it's I feel opinion. about the conflict is personal to me. Now, again, I'm going to say it no matter how many times you twist it, innocent lives should never be taken. However, innocent lives are being used by Hamas, and I don't believe in ever giving them the opportunity to create a position where they can kill more people. I believe in eradicating them because they are evil and they intend to do harm. That's their mission. And they will use people as a scapegoat to get people like Jay King to empathize with those people and say, just have a ceasefire. I do Why? not so empathize. Do so, so, you don't know, so you don't know what the fuck you're talking you about. You empathize with Palestinians, don't you? No, I do not. No, I don't, you don't empathize, empathize with Palestinians. No, no, let me tell you what no, I, I empathize with. I'm not empathizing with, with Palestinians. I, I don't empathize. Look, I, look. Empathize with, I empathize with innocent people being killed under the name of eradicating Hamas. I empathize with evil being used to 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 somebody says cause a, a a group of people evil, and then they use the same evil methods that they say evil is using. So I don't stand I don't stand for evil, effective of where it comes comes from or the reasoning for it. So no, I don't. I don't. I, I, I empathize with the Palestinians. I don't empathize with Hamas. And your presumption of innocence Reece, comes from where? Where does your presumption of innocence come come from? Reese, I, I, I know you're going to disagree with this, and I don't know for sure because I don't know what's in your mind. Please. I don't even think you believe half the shit you're talking about. To be quite honest. Okay. Unfortunately, but I want to change the subject. I, that's I, okay. I wait, wait. Subject. I just want to say this: the presumption of innocence. Okay, is allowed, but it doesn't make shit fat. Well, well, no, I, and right, the presumption of guilt is allowed, but it doesn't make shit fat. But you, my I didn't friend, say, I, it's my pretend, point. It's I, that's why I said like opinion. That's why I said it's an opinion. Like you that's why I said it's an opinion. Yeah, exactly. And motherfucker, thank you. Express it here. It's an opinion. And I, and I'm the opinion controller around this bitch. Yeah, when it's still get an out opinion. Of just it. It's still okay. an opinion. Yeah. There's no well, reason well, to swear. You don't right. have to swear. Well, I can do whatever. You're actually going to say that on Kings in the Morning, John? You're going to say we don't have to swear on Kings in the Morning? Until really? you start paying for it, John, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. That's why your dumb ass is on mute. Oh we, oh we, J King, you sound like you sound like me, J King. Shit. <laughs> I mean, the real reason I do want it is how America tries to justify its reasoning with 
sending the money, sympathizing, yet sympathizing with uh, Palestine. Okay. I mean, I'll answer. The, the I'll answer your question, and then and then you can move uh, on. Okay, then you can move on. Let me answer your question. Let me finish. Okay, sorry. Finish it. And the hypocrisy that America is showing. Just, I mean, the front that they're showing because the way that they're acting is like it's back, you know Israel shouldn't be doing it but yet it's saying that they have Israel's back and send money to Israel at every single time so that's all you know okay you go ahead with you here's here's what i want to say i am openly expressing what my opinion is having studied this for enough time and seen it happen enough time even when my children were in Israel uh, going to school and part of their sabbatical. I've experienced this. Fearful of their safety while they were there. Understanding that from a personal point of view, this is an opinion of mine having experienced it. 2016, no, sorry, 2008 in particular was the last time I had to experience it. So I, I know intimately what people go through. So that my opinion is based on that. Now, it's okay for everybody on the outside to virtue signal what they see on television and then make their own opinion or assessment from that. I have nothing against it. But don't tell me what I'm supposed to think or how I'm supposed to feel because it doesn't comport with what you think and what you feel. I understand this is your network, Jay. Keep fucking around me. I told you uh, motherfuckers yeah, about saying my motherfucking name and talking shit when I'm not right here to listen. So, <laughs> I, mean, I have my children I going to school here, and I got to think about their safety in America. My, I mean, my street name family. today is uh, Sticky Beckman. That's my that's my street name today. Just an FYI. Dude, I thought you were there. I was talking directly to you. Uh, well, I wasn't there. I'm, I'm getting ready. You can all. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'm, I'm talking. Th- you heard me say no. I know it's your network, meaning I thought you were there. So I'm talking directly to you. Well, you can't yeah, come you, in and out and then disappear and then accuse but, me of talking about you when you're gone. Well, he directly well. muted you, Reese. That's what he did. He directly that's muted okay. you. I, I, like, again, back Mrs. to you, Sir. That's they, why your dumb ass on mute. I told you about being in men motherfucking conversation. It ain't had shit to do with you. Keep your goddamn. That's why you get mixed up with being a king and people think, might think you got a little hermaphrodite in you because that's several times the motherfucking have told you you ain't a goddamn king, but you always want to <laughs> inject your shit in okay. king conversation. <laughs> you did do that. You did do that. That's me. This is me and motherfucking Reese talking, not me, Reese, and Snitchy Smurfs. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I don't ahead, like. Please. I said I don't, I, I appreciate Smurf exactly. Does look, look good in boxer shorts. When you see those, when you see <laughs> those images, Yusef, when you see those images, the reaction that you get from those things are warranted, right? It, of course, I understand that. It looks horrible because, of course, the individuals that are involved, no one can condone that. But the situation is much more nuanced and complex than just an image on television. And if it, you know, I, I said this before, and I'll say it again. Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, after the terrorist attacks, when they finally got a hold of him after September 11, he's the architect of 9/11. When they were is he still alive? Yes, he's still alive. When they waterboarded him in the black ops location, he said to the dude waterboarding him, he said, 
your American media is going to condemn you for what you've done to me. Waterboarding him for information to get Osama bin Laden. He knew that there were going to be people who thought that waterboarding was a cruel and an inhumane act. And no sooner that he said that, Barack Obama immediately got rid of the, the practice, even though we were looking for the most wanted terrorist in history. And what we did, waterboarding him, actually led to his capture. All they did I, I didn't was, know people still believe that story. All, all they did – I, I didn't did know that there was anybody left that still believed that all story. They did was, no, all they did was got rid of the practice out loud. They still did it. They oh, still I don't know do about it. all that, Jay. Just, I mean, that's, that's – yeah, they, they, still, they still did it. They still do it. They still but do even it. If they uh, do, okay. But even if they do, the bottom line is – Khalid Sheikh Mohammed knew that the American people would find something wrong with that, even though this guy was responsible for the worst terrorist act on American soil. Of course, but 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 that's just that that's because that's a that's a that's the nature of the human being. That's a construct. I get it. I get it. Can I ask a question? Does that, do any of us really know if Bin Laden's really dead? They did. They, they damn sure didn't show us any proof. Did they? Did they? Did they? Is there any? Uh, Evidence that he wasn't dead before, like France said. France, remember, yeah. France was like nope. he's already dead. Nobody knows. Who knows? Uh, the U.S. Our, US, the U.S. snapped back at him, and they were just like, "Okay." Our government out. hides <laughs> everything from us. How do we know if he's really dead? <laughs> Who knows? He's probably chilling well, with Jeffrey Epstein somewhere. A spirited conversation, um, nonetheless. And trust me when I tell hey. you, I love having it. Even when people get Reece. angry. So if you say, if he, so Reece, what he I, did, even when the when the uh, towers went down, they already did. No, he was alive when the towers went down. Uh, I don't. I, I I don't know because then you would have really to ask, still believe that official story. Like I I, I I'm just saying because I, I'm not even gonna get into it, but it just does not make sense. Oh, we found the pat the the, the hijackers' passports a mile away from the. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> the, I don't know. I'm going to stay out of this because that whole story just sounds absolutely ridiculous. Well, no, you're right, Potty. This is the whole thing. Somebody just didn't drop that out of their pocket a mile away. It, 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 it just, the whole story is just, it's just absolutely ridiculous. But, Reese, I do have a question for you. On behalf of someone else, on behalf of a, of a high schooler, it's going to be real quick. Okay. Um, somebody asked me recently how they would get into media. And I said, I don't know. I don't know, well, you know. Oh, man. But they want to get into I, media, and they want to get I into can, media using social media and other means, but, no. They, you know, I, I no. don't know. If they want to get uh, into media, should. first they have to know, one, how they wish to get it. Now, if they're looking to get in anywhere and everywhere, apply for anything and everything. Two, it is important to get to know radio personalities or people who work in the business by showing up at events. What I mean by that is go to some of these nightclubs that the DJs are promoting on the air, get there and get your ass as fast as you can to that DJ booth and become friendly and recognizable to that talent. They will remember you for coming out and supporting and talking to them and say, hey, I want to pick your brain. I'm trying to get in. Can you tell me some stuff? You know, that I want to get in on my own stuff and then become friends with those people. Eventually, they will hire, hire you as an intern. They'll call you for things like, hey, you know, do you want to work for me? Those things are more – because the way I started 
was working as a, as a writer for $150 a week for Star and Buck Wild before I became an on-air personality. And when I became an on-air personality after 9-11, that was 2000 and, I'm 2001, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't get my first paycheck until April 1st, 2004. And you don't so necessarily still, have to go to journalism school. Yeah, and you don't – right. I never went to journalism school. I know plenty of people who did who have never, ever made it in the industry. It doesn't work that way. So it's you got to make friends with people in that industry. They love being lauded after and sought for their information and their knowledge They they because they feel like they're – they always feel like they're uh, underappreciated because it's radio. They want to be on TV. So if you show an interest in them, making them feel good about themselves, they respond to that. So radio, you know, and again, those DJs who are doing those those little grunt that grunt work at the whole at the what's name at the at the uh, events, the parties, and they're on the microphone trying to you know hype everybody up at the club or whatnot. Those people are the most underappreciated people at the station. Get to know them; they will get you in the door. And I think that I think this person's focus, they see stuff like the Breakfast Club. And they see the Breakfast Club online. Nah, they're that's, thinking that's that, hey ever. Go ahead. That is a is that, part of, part of, is that, is that the one with Shamane the God? Is that yes, the one with Shamane the God? Okay. Shamanade. <laughs> I love it when you call them that. Yes. But they're, you know what, you, you know what made them popular? They were, trust me, they were popular enough and smart enough. I think their bosses were smart enough. They got them on a company called Premier Networks. Do you know who was on Premier Networks with them? Oh. Rush Limbaugh. Really? Yes. In fact, there's <clears throat> a famous Rush Limbaugh Breakfast Club crossover episode. So, Potter, to me, you know what it sounds like? It, 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 it sounds like the business I was in, the casino business. I didn't know anything about it before I got into it. You mean the mob business? <laughs> no, that, whatever you want to call it, but I wasn't around in that day. When I came in, it was all corporate. But it's not what you know, it's who you know. You've got to get out there, like we said, and meet people. Yeah. Meet, they, meet, meet. You've got to do the groundwork. It will not work online. So will you tell us the truth, Beckman? Do they have mirrors on the crap tables and shit? All that shit, <laughs> lasers and make I'm going to go get ready for the show, guys. Love you guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I should no, have said that without telling us. Love you. Have a great show. On a crap table, Thank they you, have Nicole. little mirrors there. You they made our radios go down when you were here. Jay King should have left that nigga on mute. Now he want to run off like he big time. Get your ass out of here, nigga. <laughs> uh, I got to smoke more weed. I can't be taking this hiatus. I'd have been cussing all y'all out by now. You Damn, said, why, is, why did you decide to take a hiatus? Was it just like, okay, I'm just not going to do it for 30 days? Or what prompted No, that? no, I said it, Beckman. You don't listen well. I said I was, I was putting it, I wasn't listening to the whole show. I'm sorry. No, you know, because on certain certain medication that the hospital give you, they say you can't be using marijuana. Because well, of side effects or something? Well, they call it side effects, but, you know, because, see, just like how marijuana, the, the cannabis industry is really taking off, it really conflicts with the medical industry. 
because if people promote marijuana, it's actually debasing the doctors because a lot of the uh, remedies for a lot of the medication, uh, you can smoke marijuana, and it will relieve the pain or, you know. So what they do is try and tell you, and they really got into it about black black men, you know, because they thought black men was selling the drugs. And now there's a scarcity on certain, like, narcos and shit like that, opioids, uh, when black men go in for the, the medicine that's prescribed to them. They got to take these tests and sign these papers, say you won't do this. And, you know, when I first went in, you know, I told them, I said, well, my doctor told me that, you know, I should take take this and, you know, I, I got to stop smoking marijuana. And, uh, and I went to the emergency room, and in the emergency room you find a lot of uh, interns. And so they are the well, the interns are the one that's really getting the new knowledge. And it's the exactly. old doctors. It's the old doctors that sticking to their guns on, you know, the old way. So when I told the intern this, they said, what? He told you don't smoke weed. We, you know, he was actually saying weed is good for you in these cases. I'm saying, you know, wow. Is weed, is weed more accepted in the homeopathic uh, doctor term, term like, a, like a homeopathic doctor, are they more acceptable to weed versus a medical doctor? Holistic. Well, uh, ask the question another way. I'm, maybe I'm not. I'm not. Uh, no, no. I, I, I probably didn't say it. Properly. The answer to your question, John Beckman, is yes. Okay. Because my niece, she's a doctor. You know, she had to get a life, but she's a homeopathic doctor. Or, or a holistic. And what is like homeopathic? I don't. I don't. What is homeopathic? Like a holistic. Like a whole of I, I, the same I can't hear like both of y'all. Thing. Who's going to tell me? Who's going to tell me? You or her? Uh, I Go can ahead, tell Mary. You. She, she's, yeah. she's a natural. She more of a uh, more of a natural holistic. Um, holistic. Yeah. Right. That's why I wanted Beck. Yeah, but that's why I asked Beckman. I wanted to make sure, you know, to concise the word. It's just a holistic, more of a holistic yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Not home. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the difference between homeopathic and holistic is. You know, but 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 when my niece was here a couple of weeks ago, I asked her. I said, "Can you write regular prescriptions for regular medicine?" And she said, "Yeah." So I was confused too a little bit about. Okay, well, you're into the uh, holistic homeopathic form of medicine, but yet you can write a prescription if somebody wanted. Uh, I don't know, uh, what, what do they call it, Oxy, Oxyneon or well, something like that? Well, but still a doctor. I see. So it's an yeah, opioid, yeah. just an opioid, period. Right. Yeah, right. She, no, okay. she had to pass the medical so what's test the meaning, what's the meaning of the suffix homeo? Is that blood? I think, that, I think that's just human, isn't it? No. Let me look up homeopathic because now I'm curious. No, I don't not homeopathic, just homeo. What does homeo mean? Well, because I think we're known as homeo, uh, what, what, homeo sapiens. No, we're homo, 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 homo sapiens, homo sapiens. Yeah, you said homo. That's why I was trying to get your word. 
you know, I'm trying to, I, I, I'm not uh, versed on that suffix. Yeah, I'm not a, a doctor either. That's why I really don't know the difference between the two. But they well, I'm just talking about a, words in general. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm but, a doctor so of words. Y'all, y'all was saying two different words. He, he said, he's, he's saying one word, and you're saying another. Hola, I can't pronounce it. It's hola. No, I know but he said it's there's, it's, it's holistic. Right. So Beckman said it wrong. Yeah. He said homopathic. And home, right, yeah, I didn't I, I didn't understand that, that term. I didn't get that term. I haven't heard that term. Now, so what does homeopathic mean? Okay, homeopathic medicine. Home uh homeopathy or I can't even see that. It's a pseudoscientific system of alternative medicine. Okay, alternative medicine. Okay, but right. it's alternative. It's all te- alternative yeah. therapy. That uses, Put it like that. Yeah, it uses natural yeah. substances to stimulate the body's natural defenses and treat various health issues. Right. Yeah, like so my, that doctor, like my, the apprentice, or the the uh, intern was more giving me uh, more of a that term right there. A homeopathic way. Right. Yeah, like, like Which my is an alternative. Does, I sent you a text, sister. My niece does, what, what is it, what's it called when you put needles in your body? Um, what is that called? Acupuncture. Right, right. Acupuncture. 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 Yeah, she's big into acupuncture, too, she said. Yeah, that's alternative. That's part of it. And, and they do have an alternative uh way therapy to conquer some of the or to use as a healing you know process so you know so according to the the text that the snitchy sent um thank you snitch holistic use homeopathic use natural ways and holistic uses natural and uh western you know conventional medicine so they incorporate they're not whereas Whereas home, so homeo, holistic will incorporate both homeopathic right. will just incorporate natural. Right. They they don't they don't deal with the doctors. So so it sounds to me, Yusef, if you went to a homeopathic doctor, he probably wouldn't tell you to stop doing the weed versus the regular. Well, not doctor only that, like you, not only they would tell you to right. stop. Right. Well, I don't know. No, no, not no. That's not true. No, that's not true, Beckman, because I'm going to Kaiser, so all the doctors in there, I think it's a requirement that you have to, when it comes to Kaiser, giving patients opioids. You have to sign a waiver. So it sounds like it's a liability issue then. Oh, it's your pain management people. It's the pain management yeah. people, absolutely. And what it is, Beckman, because they want to know if it's them that's healing you, and not the marijuana. They want to know. They want to know. They don't want me to take any marijuana because they want to know what they prescribe. Okay, no, uh, I see that. It's the yeah, right amount, that. and be you careful. know, blah blah blah. Be careful with that too. Be careful with that too, man. Um, 
they got a motherfucking test out there at Kaiser. Uh, if they're giving you opioids, they won't tell you, but when they run your blood, when you go for your thirty day or whatever, and they yeah. check and see if you got, and they they check and see if you got some narco in there, you know, everything they got you. They it's they, okay they, to have they, narco, right? Right. No, it's okay me, because they prescribe me. narco. I'm telling you, they want it in your system. If they prescribe it to you, at least when you go for your blood test or the day before or the day of, to make to sure take I take med- narco. Right, right. I, I right. They're, they're making you sure completely. that you're taking the prescription that and they're giving selling. you, and it's you're not selling it. Right. Right. Because right. It's that's, pain management. That's how I, and that's how and, and right. That's how I introduced my whole conversation. I said <laughs> they wanted to make sure that black men, in particular, was not into selling this drug because this drug is being sold a lot. Just like the pills that I get, as soon as I got mine, people want to sell mine. You can sell them for $10, $20 a pill, and I get the whole bottle for $5. Right, right. And I get yeah. a bottle of 100 I, On my whole bottle, I can make thousands. I can make right. at least a right. few thousand on the bottle that I get. And I bet you there are people doing that. It's a, but even before my diagnosis... It's a bad apple. It's some bad apples in all walks of life that fucks it up for people that really need to, man. Right. So even well, before my diagnosis, really it, people that I'm sorry, you said people that really need it are getting it, but that this is what they've come up with to thwart the abuse or <laughs> sale of these narcotics. They've come up with pain management. Now you got to take a piss test. You got to get. You want these drugs? We're going to absolutely. Yeah, you got to go through these processes before you. And and see the. But the thing is, uh, even before my diagnosis, I I wouldn't even take opioid because I wouldn't even I wouldn't put shit in my body opioid no. And and they wanted to prescribe it to me. I said no, man. I don't fuck with that. You know, I'm telling my doctor. I don't. I smoke weed. I'm going and telling right. them. I smoke weed because I wasn't fucking no. with opioids. So I told no. him up front, man, I smoke weed, blah, blah, blah. And the doctor said, well, I can give you something. You know, they, they felt I was safe, you know, because I, I turned down the shit. Whereas my partners on the street were saying, man, you stupid, you dumb. But I came from the dope world. You know, I came from the crack air, the cocaine. And I once I got out of that world, I would not do anything to make anybody start doing any kind of drug. So I wasn't, right. when the Lord called me out of, because of grace, out of the, the dope world, ain't no way I was going to fuck with it in any kind of way, and I would detour anyone that was around me. You can fuck with it in my face. I don't give a fuck. Partner left dope in my car. And you know what I did? That morning I called him up. I said, man, you left your dope in my car, man. I'm not going to fuck with it. Because, you know, I came out of that shit, and I know it's better and the human being shouldn't be in that world. Because once you get into that, I got too many people around me, family, friends, and this and that, that need to be called out of that shit that's been in it since the 80s, man. And if you're right. still into that shit, you fucked. It's fucked. I mean, you almost yeah. like, how can y'all can't kick it? How come you can't? And I, there's it's no sad. way. It's I, so my sad. Conscience, it's so, it's so right. sad, man. It's sad. Yeah. It's just sad. They're dirty, just dirty, filthy. Just, I mean, always got a scheme. 
always got something that you got, man, it's just, it's just, 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 just degrading your community and your friends. All your friends gone. Hey, man. Fred, I was a 100% hustler, man. I wasn't going to uh, get no fucking pills and start pushing them in the hood. No. Well, you I don't have, even fuck with liquor, so I wasn't going to even, you know, no, I'm not going to do it. If I'm not doing it, I'm not going to promote it because I know you, I came from that world. Since, huh? since you brought it up, how is, how how is the campus thing going? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. I'm I've been feeling I've been feeling good. I've been it, you know I did I took the gone? shot. Well, no, I go in and take another test. I took the shot. I took the shot, shot? and uh, uh, what is it? Loop 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 some shit. Lupron. Look. Lupron. Yeah. 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 So I took that. What is that? And mean? then. Well, what it is what it's supposed to do is like a blocker. Yeah, suppress the testosterone because it feeds on the testosterone. Because my testosterone is out there. It's um, on my shit. Mine is too. Mine is too. Yeah, I I mean my shit. I mean shit. You know what I'm saying? It had to get curved. You know what I'm saying? Because I was already holding. I was already Horny. saying, I'm going to fuck you and not go bust a nut I walk around here and I jump on all in the ceiling and I just jack out. Jack out. Oh, Lord. Out. Yeah, we produce a lot of testosterone. I have a lot of I have a lot of that, you know, I produce a lot. You know, and that's what it feeds on. So but you're producing, what it is, but it, you're it, producing it, a lot because of whatever it is. There's a reason why your body is producing so much testosterone. Right, because I right? I got the juice. Yeah, I, I got the juice. No, it ain't because you got the juice, bro. It ain't because you got the juice. I got the juice. I'm trying to be serious now. It ain't because you got the juice. I'm serious than a motherfucker. I got the juice. Oh, I'm serious. I'm serious than a motherfucker. What do you mean? You chef. What? Okay, you so chef. what? Wait a minute. So what Can are I you saying? You wait, let Mary finish. When your let body, Mary, when, so. when your when, when your body is producing too much testosterone. And cancer is feeding off of because it's the, it, that is making the cancer feed off of it. There's a breakdown going on in your body of why our bodies only produce what we need. Something there's a reason why your body feels like it needs so much testosterone. Okay, so why? Okay, so keep on then since you you decided. So, this, so what why would make you a stupid ass doctor ass motherfucker now? She's a doctor now. Man, I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of motherfucker acting like a doctor and this motherfucker don't know shit. That motherfucker don't know nothing. She talking about with her big old ass. How you gonna listen to an over motherfucker obese? motherfucker tell you about testosterone, you ignorant motherfuckers. Johnson, stupid, shut your ass up, Nicole. You ain't got shit to mind your motherfuckers to fuck up. You sit up here and listen to this big old motherfucking horse-looking ass bitch. Okay, well, I want to hear what she got to say. Nigga, how she going to tell you about testosterone? Your body is producing too much testosterone when your body is done. You don't know what a motherfucker's doing, nigga. Your motherfucking ass living in Alabama with your poor broke down ass, bitch. You ain't in no hospital working nowhere. Fuck up. Okay, so go, Mary. So go, Mary. So what? What did you have to say? So what? According to how you have your background, Mary, what would you say produces testosterone? 
Okay, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what it is. What I'm. Okay, what well, is? Okay, should, now, now Ali, you can go at her now, Ali. Fuck no, I ain't gotta go at her. I already knew. Though. I already knew she was gonna say that stupid shit before she said it. This motherfucker <laughs> don't know nothing. She thinks she Reese or somebody. That can be a multitude of reasons of why your body's overproducing testosterone. So Mary, okay, so why? It's not the fact that. Why is there okay, people underproducing testosterone, okay. Mary? Here's the it fact. It can be underproducing. At a certain age, a man, okay, all the way up to like 25, 26, he has a whole bunch of hormones. You shouldn't be talking, nigga. You ain't got no teeth down. in your mouth. Your testosterone left years ago, yeah, nigga. Ali, Ali, can you leave me alone, man? We're talking about something serious. Somebody need to trip this motherfucker so he falls off the motherfucking highway. So go ahead, Fred. What'd you say, Fred? Go ahead. The man. older you get, your body starts not to to uh to to to. Okay, anyway, your prostate is a gland that it, it feeds off of hormones. Okay, so when they give you the lupus shot, that loop shot, it's right, to, right, right, it's to suppress the release of it. It, it, it just sounds just like a woman. Fuck it, just like that. The hormones in a woman, it, 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 like you're going to have sweats at night, irritable moods, all of that. Okay. The, it, but it shuts down. It, that that, that, that uh, prostate sits in a cell. Man, this nigga can't even talk. <laughs> I know, but I can get, I see, I understand you, though, Ali. No, I understand what you're saying. It's some men need estrogen. It sits in a sack and it feeds off of it. And then when it gets inflamed, which which your process it's it's inflamed right now, so they want to mm-hmm. kill they want to kill the, the the cells and the bacteria whatever the cancer is to reduce the, it, the the prostate exactly to, to the prostate right exactly right and then it won't grow back but you're still going to have to keep going back for treatments and treatments and treatments for the lupron for the lupron no every six months and then it'll it'll, it'll kill. Man, it'll be zero, like you don't have cancer at all. Right, that's what, it that's what I'm it, saying. It killed it completely, right. zero. Exactly. It, now my a, numbers, exactly. now my numbers, now my numbers are elevating like a. They see, he said it just like this. It's like a fire, and you got embers out there. So they want to do more testing, and I and the records show that I can't do the. Well, I I elected not to do the radiation. And the lupus, mm-hmm. uh, the lupus shot at the same time, but mine was so bad to where it was going into my. Uh, they were afraid it was going into my bones, losing mm-hmm. teeth, breaking of legs. That's what was happening with me, and I didn't know. I, we didn't know this until they finally here in Texas figured it out. Figured it out, and my uh, my numbers were off. But now they're zero four. Now they're four oh one. 402, so it's going up. So now they want to just go back and look, and they say that they might have some other treatment before I right, say that's what no they're completely. Me. They want to go into another treatment, but I'm feeling... I think one, one of the fit. treatments is, is they can put seeds in there. Well, they can put okay, seeds. okay, okay, you're, you're 100% right, Beckman, but everybody's is different. It's, right. Uh, okay. Like, 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 like. Uh, my body chemistry wouldn't go with the seed. It wouldn't go with the uh, taking of the prostate out or rootering it. I'm having the problems as this president do. I mean, the secretary. 
Um, I wasn't supposed to have all these. We 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 were not we were not supposed to we were not supposed to have all the um the all the side effects. You know, right. um, right. I mean, um, the collapsing of the urethra, all the inflections all the way up into the bladder. We they were specifically going for killing the prostate, but. Man, there's something about our gene pool is different, and the books don't say it. Right. Books don't say it. When you African American, when you African American are different, man, it, it just don't say it, man. It don't. Your shit well, what, don't what work I found like out, everybody else's book. When I first Go got diagnosed, when they first took my numbers, mine was off the chart. Mine was in the 2000s, and Ooh. so what I did, what I did. Is I said, whoa, wait a minute. You know, I start drinking my urine more and more and more and more. And then the next time my shit went down, they they was like, God damn. You know, it was like about 1,200 or 14, you know. And and then so, you know, I was taking a hold of it and I was fasting, you know. So and then, you know, I, I didn't even want to take the Lupron because I was just going to drink my urine you know, and continue that phase. However, to the, to the point of that homo, homo, the word that you that you said. Homotherapy. Homotherapy. Yeah. Homotherapy. So, so, yeah. So what I did, I took the medication and got the shot just because, you know, well, I had a, I had a talk with Jay, really. And, and, you know, what Jay said made sense to me. You know, because he went through it with his mother. So I called him and talked to him. And the talk that I had with him, you know, I I did what I did, you know, weighing it all out. And so now I took that, and they calling me in for another shot because, you know, I'm not even really, you know, I haven't been in contact with them that much because of the way I've been feeling. I've been feeling good, doing pretty good. But now well, I'm going to go in and take the. I'm going in and take. I'm going to take the shot again, or at least I'm going to. Why can't my you motherfuckers talk? All you motherfuckers can't talk. Nigga, get the words Ali, out. Nigga. Ali, Ali, if you be quiet, the conversation is going real nigga, good. Nigga, I'm being quiet, nigga. I'm us, listening to you motherfuckers that can't sit up here and pronounce words, nigga. Well, you you have the most difficulty in speaking, Ali, than anybody in everyday conversation. On the nigga, you network. full of shit, nigga. You the motherfucker that be hollering and screaming, nigga. It's a trip. Uh huh. You try to act like you cool now, nigga. You well, ain't cool, cool nigga. Motherfucking big ass fish. You the biggest fish in the world, nigga. 
You's a big old fish, I nigga. I fucking stand you. I don't give a fuck who you can't stand, Somebody bitch. What that's supposed to do to me? What that's supposed to do to me because you can't stand me, bitch. Like I'm at my job I've been at for all about 10 bitch. years. Why you come over here fucking with me if you can't stand me, bitch? This is my motherfucking job. Ali White, why are you fucking yeah. with our conversation? Your conversation is whack, nigga, because you niggas, your shit is whack, nigga, that's why. You're jealous. Oh, why are you in it, though? Because your shit is whack, nigga. Your shit is whack, and somebody need to tell you your shit is whack. You niggas can't even pronounce words trying to explain some shit. You bunch of two, three ignorant motherfuckers. You, Mary, and Fred, y'all some stupid motherfuckers. You're stupid, nigga. You don't even know which child means. You don't even know when a woman is which child, motherfucker. Right. I'm the biggest job of the hundred, motherfucker. With her big old fat ass. Every time somebody else come up, the facts come out at night. The big facts come out at night. The facts come out at night. You, we, all of us heard you read. You can't read. You can't say a thing. You are literal. You are see, like, literal. They can't even can't oh, hear shit they say. It. Literal, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it ain't funny. It ain't Cut funny. Off. You can't read. Look at this stupid <laughs> ass nigga. Look at that. Oh, 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 Pinocchio. It should be a crime. It should be a crime listening to you read. It should be a crime listening to you read. <laughs> nigga, you can't read, nigga. All of us heard you. Go pick up. Let's all of us pick up the same thing and read it. You nigga, we tried it? that last week. Nigga, you didn't want to do it. Remember the code? Oh, nigga, yes, they all I, heard I recall. Nigga. Yeah, yeah, nigga, you didn't want to read, nigga. nigga. I want to hear the rest shit of the book. Shut your ass up. I said up here and read shit out of the book. Nigga, you ain't read shit. Thing. Nigga, you fucked up oh, everything. Nigga, nigga your comprehension is all fucked up. Oh, nigga, please. You're lost. What do you well, want to say, Nicole? Got that out the way. I, I would like to say um, I, I would love to hear the First of all, wait a minute, Nicole. Please continue the what, topic, what color, please. What color boxer shorts you got on today? No, 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 now. <laughs> I'm asking you, ask me, what do I have to say? I'm saying to you, please continue. Thank you. In the topic, thank you. Shut up. We can't continue in the topic because Ali ain't going to do nothing but fucking interrupt it anyway. Okay, exactly. Um, jealous and nobody talking to him. Hey, Mary, he can't handle it. Nothing stronger than staying on topic. Regardless, we could. It's a good conference. Yes, let's let us. It didn't have anything anything to do with him, and he jumped in. That's what he (sighs) did. Yeah, because he's jealous. Wow, jealous of what? Now, I don't give a fuck about you, bitch. Nobody want to talk to you. Nobody's jealous of talking to you, bitch. You sound stupid, the motherfucker. That's why I said something. And these other brothers, nobody don't give a fuck. You don't want to got no life, bitch. You bring your bitch ass over here every day fucking with motherfuckers that can't stand your ass. Talking about you jealous. Bitch, fuck you, you fat, funky, stinky, pussy ass, rotten, rotten, Deep ass, ugly bitch. Oh, fuck you. Use a ugly, fat, funky motherfucker. Use a reach, reject, bitch. Use a reach, reject, ho. Keep talking over me, bitch. I'm gonna go put your bitch ass on mute. 
You mean Jay's not here? Jay's listening. I love you all very much. I do want to hear because I want to hear what you wanted to say next. Is that okay? Please. You want to hear who? Say who you want to hear. You all, you Plankton and our sisters and our brother Fred. Who the fuck do you want to hear? You Plankton. Say my name, girl. Say my name. Plankton. I, you yes. better shut the fuck up. Fuck <laughs> you gonna call me playing. Well, tell me about no that later. Wrong. We'll get to that thing later. Right now, would you please continue? Thank you so much. So how far have I'm you learning. been listening to the? How how far have you gotten into the collection of masterpiece music that I sent you? Good sir, good sir. I have concluded. Is there any I song think... in there that you don't like? Anyone? Uh, no, no. And, and, it, so and it's a lot of songs. So you see vibrate, don't you? Yes. Thank you so much. Now, could you So could I you see please that you're into, to, I see, and I did that to elevate your intuition. And that's a baba move right there. So, I, hey, that's a baba move. Well, blessing. the intuition so is, much. well, your intuition is being heightened because your intuition, you could be with me. And you'll never be there. Stay on topic. Thank you. That ain't no Baba move. That's a Bobo move. No, no, oh, no, no, Cuddles. He he said some great music over here. He did. That nigga ain't did shit. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll argue about that next. <laughs> so, would you please? Because I'm learning, and this is very important. Many are struggling with this. Nigga, you ain't learning shit today. Them niggas ain't saying shit. They can't even pronounce words. You can get better if you go on Google. Okay. <laughs> well, you can't read. You can't read. Oh, God. You can't even read a paragraph. Don't talk about I can't read. Nigga, you Nigga, you can't read. You need some new, need some new material, uh, Kente. Nigga, I read you every read, day, nigga. nigga. But you don't stand, you can't stand me at my shit where I've been. You got to fuck that bitch. not your network. This is, this is my shit. This is my shit. I'm over here with no, J. King. I mean, I've been here with God. J. King for 10 years. You keep bringing no, your ass over here. No, Ali. You know what? When you're not here, Ali, when you went up, when you felt. Nigga, I've been here 10 years. Nigga. Nigga. 
That's right. That's the job J. King gave me for the past 10 years. When he ain't here, he need me to use the board and make sure everything is cool. I don't give a fuck, bitch. You talking that shit, your bitch ass going to get put on mute. So shut the fuck up. Stop fucking with me. You come over here. Your fat ass come over. Again, your ass is on mute now. Now. Your fat ass come over here. To where Nobody I work, was oh, fuck you come you. over here to where I work, uh, and then you want to talk shit about somebody jealous of you. No, bitch, I've been here 10 years messing with J. King on the radio. You come over here after Reese divorced your ass or when it was almost over with you and Reese, you want to start coming over here following the nigga. And then you come over here calling somebody jealous. You got it fucked up, Mary. You really do. So I don't know what the fuck you talking about. J. King invited me over here. I don't give a fuck if somebody, can't nobody invite me somewhere. Can't nobody invite me somewhere. I can't stand a motherfucker. Right? Well, what so if I can't stand a motherfucker, I'm not going to have him put your motherfucking what ass you? on mute while I'm talking, nigga. If I can't stand a motherfucker, can't nobody invite me nowhere over near that motherfucker. So we want to keep it real. Then keep it real, Mary. But you's a fake motherfucker, and that's what you do. You talk. I can't stand you. I can't. Well, why the fuck you keep coming where I've been? This is that simple. What you coming over here for? Because J King invited you. So what? J King can't invite me nowhere. I can't stand a motherfucker because I don't want to have no drama, no bullshit. Ali, but you keep coming. Ali, unmute. Unmute Mary right now. I did. I was finna do it right after I told her yes, what I'm no. telling her motherfucking ass. Ali, you got it twisted. You got yeah. it all the way twisted. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. Nigga, you talk that shit, but you won't go get a computer that helps Jay. Oh, so you're going to be jealous at me and call me names and Pinocchio. I can't read all that shit you want to say. And if a nigga talking, you want to start talking. That's why your ass is on mute, nigga, because you can't talk and then let me talk without you interrupting. You well, motherfucker. So both of y'all, so first of all, take him off mute. And if you have a conversation, he off you. The nigga want to talk when I talk. She want to talk when I talk. So oh, I want no, the nigga, to make sure the shit is right. That's like he doing right now. Conversation and you jumped in, nigga. Yeah, I know. I didn't, I'm not talking about that, nigga. I'm talking about right well, now, nigga. What we talking about, bro. Right now, nigga. Yeah, but you know your motherfucker. Okay, nigga, so I'll tell you what, nigga. You go ahead and talk. You talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you going to say. Well, what I got to say, nigga, if you so much important, nigga, why the fuck when you wasn't hearing it to your feelings, nigga, the show went on? If you so fucking important. Okay, so you said what you're going to say. And I'm going to say no, it again. No, he didn't. You cut him off. Why are we you cut him off? I didn't, I didn't cut him off. Swear. I didn't cut him off. He's still Jay. What are you talking about? I just cut him off. You've been muting me this whole time. Oh, you nigga, your nose is growing, Pinocchio. And then she talking. You did mute, you nigga. Your nose you know, is growing, you, you got a bunch of You got a bunch of jealous-ass fish motherfuckers over here, Jay. That's what oh, it is. Oh, nigga, when you go wax, your nose is going to These motherfuckers is jealous because they don't get put in Kente. You don't put Kente in charge. That's why you keep talking. Kente, Kente, you can't just talk. 
You can't just talk and just and just talk over him like that. And just yell at him. He, you can't it's just do that. Okay. I, yeah, Let's but, get it better than Pepto Bismol. But then you can't call. You can't say you're a victim. You can't make yourself. A I don't ever. Yeah, I did, have I ever called you, Jay? Have I ever called you? This is therapy for me. Jay, my numbers go down when I cuss Ali out like this when I go to the doctor. <laughs> well, Ali, you should be thankful <laughs> that you um that you helping him stay healthy. Well, I don't know. It, it seems like when you leave, Jay, there's no control. And then, you know, these motherfuckers want to talk That's over each other. And see, you see, you see how that motherfucker in the background right there, there, Jay? You hear that, Jay? Right. That no, shit right no, there. No, That's no, the no, shit no, I'm no, talking no, about, Jay. You started. That's what I'm saying, Jay. See that shit right there? You started. You started. Let me explain something. She, she ain't on the phone. She ain't even on the board. She talking through Nicole's phone or, or Mary's phone. Jay, how do you deal with your Pinocchio dog? <laughs> you see how they do, Jay? Pinocchio be on the loose like a motherfucker. No, ain't no motherfucker on the loose, nigga. Your ass get checked. Oh, you don't like it. Nigga, just as no, long as we play, put you, you on wax, nigga. Get your motherfucking you ass up, you fat, funky motherfucker. That bitch is crazy, the motherfucker, too. She shut wants to come over here. Okay, shut, shut me up, up motherfucker. Shut, shut me up, up motherfucker. You still a pussy ass. What you want to do? What you want to Why do you keep coming over here fucking with me? Put everybody on mute, Ali. I got a question. Do you guys think this is radio? Do this sound like radio to you? Do you guys think you're doing good radio? Because you're not. It sounds horrible. So if you guys are going to be on the radio, even if you guys are going to be singing on each other, at least make it where the people listening like me can hear it. Otherwise, it's like a bunch of bullshit. And so it's, and I'll end this shit. So y'all decide how you want to do it. Open up the mic. Thank you. Well, Ali's Rather, in charge. We had, we had an official copy going. It was on test He's the one running this shit, And the effects on the body. There was a, a brief interruption. We were trying to get back on topic. This is what happens, Jay, when you have Pinocchio with a screen. And you All I know is we were having a very educated discussion very about good. health. Well, you guys can't have a very educated discussion when all you guys are talking at the same goddamn time. How educated can well, that Well, it, it wasn't be? like that, Jay. Uh, it wasn't Ali. like that at first. It wasn't like what, that, what, Jay. What, it, it, what are you talking about? Ali ain't saying shit right now. All you motherfuckers are talking at the same goddamn time. I hear you, Snitchy Smurf. I hear either Mary or Chocolate Peach and John Beckman along with Kente. How the fuck is that Ali? I didn't hear his voice. How can that be educational? How can it be educational? Oh, we're having a threesome right now, though, Jay. That's why. Say some educational shit. Say some shit that's going to make a motherfucker have something to think about. Shit. Okay, since we're having a threesome, I'll tell you, this is what we have to do. Thank you, Abby. We were talking about prostate cancer, and then it went haywire. That's all. Ali got I'm jealous because it wasn't about him, Jay. 
He came jumping in. Right. We had an educated conversation about health stuff. Ali comes on and starts, shut the fuck up. She don't know that and start cussing people out and talking over people. So now everyone else is, is riled up because he got us all riled up. And then Hunter so actually it's up your fault, Jay King. He's your doll. Put a leash on him. <laughs> so what were you guys talking about? What were you saying about prostate cancer, John? I was I was saying to them, Jay, how my numbers went down, and I had the conversation with you, and I decided to take the shot based upon the conversation you and I had, and I was talking about how my numbers was going before I took the shot, and after, and they asked me how was I feeling now, and Ali jumped in and said, you're talking about doctors? Fuck the doctors. What are you talking about? Da, 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 da. Oh, my God. That's exactly how it went. Okay, well, I, well, let me tell you why. I, because Kente wasn't going to go to the doctor. Kente was just going to use homeopathic methods, and I told him. And I told them use that. homeopathic methods, homeopathic methods, but also use the doctor. Use anything that can help you. And if if you if you don't think it's helping you, then you can abandon it. But if it is, you can continue. And if you if you marry the two things together. The homeopathic method, along with the doctors, maybe mm-hmm. it, maybe it'll heal you. And that's what so, I was sharing so, with them, Jay. And Ali okay. fucked in, jumped in, and said, "Oh, you go to doctor, doctor, That's what happened. No, nigga, if you and everybody say what I said, jumped on said exactly what I said, nigga, and I wasn't talking to you when I said it, nigga. Stop lying. Okay. Oh, so there Ali, he goes so again. Ali, what did oh, what? Man. Okay, so Ali, what did you say? I was listening to Mary's ass trying to tell Kente about his shit. And so I went to talking shit to Mary's ass, saying that she's not a doctor, his body's different, she don't know what the fuck to say about but, anybody but, okay, else's but, body but, but her I, own. But Mary, so that's what I Mary said. Had her, Mary has had her own battle with cancer, so so she can speak to some degree about it. Because it was I didn't say that. I just said she wasn't a doctor. So, I know, but but, but Jay, what happened was Fred, Fred was you... talking with us too. Fred was talking and Fred was stumbling over his words. I know how Fred talked because we from the hood, and you know brothers from the hood gotta let brothers talk because we stumble over words. And Ali jumped in and said, "This nigga can't talk. He can't even y'all niggas can't talk. He got to talking, getting on everybody, so everybody got on." Him. That's yeah, but, Jay, I wasn't on the board at that time either, see, so I wasn't putting yeah, nobody right. on mute or uh, off mute. See, see, you know what I'm saying? They got to talking yeah, over right. each other like he's doing right now. Oh, you know, he, he, Kente got a problem. That's why That's why I had to kick him. That's, what, that's why I had to kick him off my show, Jay, because he was fucking up and but, acting like but, that. But this, ain't, but this ain't your show right here. You can kick I him off. I wasn't running the show, Jay. I wasn't even on the – that's not what got me on the board. I wasn't even nowhere near the board, Jay. I wasn't even at home. When I he first started talking to Mary. But Ali, but can you see where you where you became the catalyst? Yeah, I, I said that. I, you asked me what I said, and I told you what I said, and that's what and I, I did. That. Yeah. And I'm just, okay, so so it would be good. Can you say, I apologize, I shouldn't have been the, the, the catalyst for no, the let him say he's sorry, you sorry-ass <laughs> motherfucker. Tell me I'm not, well, you know, I, I was going to apologize, hey, Jay, nigga. but then they got no, to talk and shit over nigga. each other like he's talking hey, over me sorry, now. Nigga. 
nigga, say you're sorry. That's why I don't okay, fuck with so you. Could you unmute why Fred? You swear? Fred is on, can, you un, can you unmute Fred because he's on mute? Well, Fred got put on mute because he got chocolate peach on there talking shit to me through his phone. Well, well unmute him. Jay, I think this is making the show, letting us see how you talk to your dummy. <laughs> Ali, you, Ali, you can't let, you can't let uh, uh, how, how would I, Jay, I wasn't on the board. Did you hear what I said? When I first started fucking with Mary, I wasn't even at home. No, what happened was they started talking shit. And then when you got on the board, you put her on mute. Yeah, yeah. When once I got on the board, I didn't put her on mute first. I put Kente's ass on mute. She started talking shit, so then she got put on mute. Chocolate Peach started talking shit, so then she got put on mute. What about Fred? You said Fred was stumbling over words. Fred, no, you can't read. After Chocolate Peach got put on mute, she calls Fred, so Fred lets her in through his phone. She said, "Put me on mute. Put me on mute, you bitch. Put me on mute." So you got all these crazy motherfuckers, Jay. And for the record, Jay, I didn't voice. Okay, he's he's hearing voices. I'm not on Fred's phone. This nigga's hearing voices. Is Fred off mute now? I yeah. just took him off mute, and then I heard motherfucking uh, 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 Chocolate Peach and him. But I'm not on Fred's phone. Whose phone are you on then? Whose phone are you on then? None of y'all It doesn't matter whose phone she's on. Then she must be coming to your phone then, Jay. She's not coming through my phone, Ali. Yes, she is. Ali. No, Ali, I can assure you that if you put me on mute, and um, Chocolate Peach will still be able to speak, uh, put me on mute real quick, Ali. No, I I ain't going to put you on mute for that. I'll put you on mute for something good. I mean, if I'm a waste one, because I owe you three. But, you know, we're going to leave it alone. I owe you four, for the record. I really want you to be a better show host. Well, this is an after-hour power, Jay. If it was between 8 and 10, I'd be professional. (laughs) Cuddles, are you going to apologize? So you're saying from 8 to 10 is a professional show, and after that you guys are unprofessional? Yes, sir. That's because he's in charge. I'm not in charge. I've been told to stay by the board. So that I can open up mics when Jay's not around. If he can't, well, if he's not well, there, I gotta help. You so need you need to get a computer. You need to get a computer if you want to learn how to do the board, so you can get your rocks off when you get a chance to mute somebody. I don't want to mute. I, why do I want to mute somebody? Then why are you talking about somebody else that Jay put in charge to help the show go on? And then when you start talking shit. Then you want to get mad and call motherfuckers bitches and hoes and shit like that and Pinocchios. You are Pinocchio, and when he puts you on wax, you're gonna well, have a That's why you get put on wicked. you. That's why you're gonna grow. It's gonna be a wicked. What and the we're hell gonna is a Pinocchio? We're gonna melt you down. We're gonna all have lighters and light the wick on your nose, and you're gonna melt just like the wicked witch of the east and wizard of Oz. That's what you are. You're nothing but a wizard. So if you didn't have the, the machine, West, the you way. wizard. 
Now, is he, is he a wizard or Pinocchio? You can't change up what he is. Well, he ain't going to be able to tell you right now because he on mute, but I'm going to take him off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There you go. Oh, uh, hey, Donna. Hey, Jay, so check Donna, this out. Some when more popcorn. came to your house, did you ask him, because they asked him, when you remember when he was talking shit to Sonny Liston, and then they took his temperature and blood pressure, and they said, damn, he's fine. That's how we feel, Jay. We feel fine. We can get through this shit. It's going to be all right. Ali, me and Ali, cool. We shit. We stay all night. We be up at 3 in the morning smoking weed and shit. Then we come to your show and act crazy and shit. Nah, dream, nigga, man. that ain't never happened, nigga. Stop lying. Oh, that did, you motherfucker, that did happen. You got scared. No, you nigga, it wasn't no weed. three in the morning, nigga. And stop lying. The out of the car. You know no, nigga, no, nah, that's why I gotta put you on mute. Fred, this nigga, this nigga's a snitch too. See, he he's a snitch, and then he lies and is snitching. You can't fuck with Yusuf Kente. He's full of shit, hey, Jay, man. Can I, Jay, can I ask you a question? Why are you going to say that was a lie, Ali? You know you got scared and I had to throw the... I said, Ali, I'm going to put this weed in the bag. I don't know if Jay's still here, uh, John. He might be somewhere around here. Yeah, he may have taken a call. It's okay. Cuddles, may I advocate that everyone be let off mute before the board won't allow you to let them off? Nobody's on mute. What are you talking about? Okay, thank you. But first Nobody's on mute. Only motherfuckers on mute is Yusuf Kente. Everybody ain't on mute. See, that's not... what I'm saying. No, fuck, hold on, John. And see, that's another thing, Nicole. You be saying uh, shit that ain't true, and then that shit story runs on somewhere else. Ain't nobody what? on mute. Okay, so thank you for not having anyone on mute. You ain't got to thank me. Now your ass is on mute for making up shit, lying-ass motherfucker. I just want to say, Ali, thank you for not putting me on mute. I appreciate that. Well, I mean, you don't say shit like these stupid motherfuckers do, John. That's right. He was the number That's one right. motherfucker they used to call Jay on you, Ali. What are you talking now, about? Now, this nigga, why are you always fucking and saying stupid? That's why I to put this motherfucker back on mute, John, because this nigga yeah, is that was negative. A, that was uncalled for, Yusef, because that was a year or two ago. Yeah, he, he ain't got uh, nothing else to talk stroke about. The turf. Stroke the turf. Stroke the turf. Stroke the turf. That man talking about his life and what he's going through. You, you know what Yusef sounds like? Yusef sounds like a housewife. You know what you sound like? You, you, he sounds you know like what? a housewife <laughs> that always brings up you things in the past against you now. I have to put that motherfucker on mute, too. I don't know what's wrong with this nigga that's coming to talk out of the blue, uh, John. This nigga Fred got issues. You know, he over here talking over you. So what you do, Ali, you put him on, you put him on mute. That's why I just took him off, Jay. You already taught me this five years ago. I'm not keeping these people on mute like that, Jay. They lying to you. Stick stick around, Jay. Give 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 me two minutes of your time. Uh, Yusuf was talking about what he's going through with his prostate cancer and the different. The, the motherfucker got cancer. He's dying. This motherfucker come in here with that bullshit. Whoa, whoa, and motherfuckers boy. are. Man, whoa, this motherfucker. Cowboy. You heard what whoa, I said. Whoa, 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 cowboy. What about Yusuf dying? 
I'm living. What are you talking well, about? Well, 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 when you so fight for your life and you got cancer, no, when you got, okay, you no, can be all in the no, mind, boy. but God damn it, when okay, you ask asking a question hey, and Fred, you're trying to get a fucking Fred, answer, hey, fuck Fred, you. Fred, you can't, you can't tell a motherfucker he dying, maybe you dying because you got cancer, but you can't make another motherfucker dying because you dying. Shit, yes, he hung up, Jay. Him. He hung up, Jay. He got mad. <laughs> okay, good. I don't, I don't give a Can't damn. Can't be saying that kind of stuff. Well, what do you expect, man? It's about what you did say. You tried to say I'm like a wife. Everything you want to eat with his big ass. Beckman trying to call me a bitch, Jay. He said I sound like a wife that brings up shit. Why would you just say I have a good memory, Beckman? Well, you have a good memory, but why would you bring up shit from a year or two ago to try and make it relevant today? It has nothing because to do with the conversation Because you're a bitch today, today, and you was acting like a bitch in the past, and I was bringing up your bitch-ass ways are still here. Yeah. Only losers do that, though. Only losers do that. Well, it's nothing wrong with um, losing. If I'm well, losing, where else can I go but Can't they have huh? you ever thought about have you ever thought about culturally, as a white man, John Beckman might be culturally different than you? So it's not that he has bitch-ass ways. Whites and blacks have different cultural things that they respond to in different ways. Can you? And I see that in him, Jay. I see he really wants to be black. He, he, he cherishes his freckles because he can see the melanin pigmentation in him. So if you I'm listen, here to you help said, him. But I got to break him down to build him up. If you listen to the show, which I know you hear every day, last week it was determined that I am 14% black. Okay? So why do you bring things up from a year or two ago to try to make a point today? It just doesn't make sense. Because of the other 86%, motherfucker. The other 86%. Well, 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 um, I think Kente... You have to, um, if John Beckman is trying to connect with his black roots, what's wrong with that? There's right. nothing wrong with it. You should be I, rude it, for me to get good. to 15%. Rude for me to get to well, 15%. Well, John, John, let me just say, John, hold on. Them Beckman, when I told you, when I said you were 14% black, John, it wasn't scientific. It was just me giving you percentage of black. You're still a white dude. However, well, because you've been yeah. hanging around with black folk, I gave you 14%. Um, well, you reneged, you reneged a little bit. No, First not, you said I'm 20, back, and then you went to 14. I'm, saying, no, you're still 14. I'm, I'm still telling you 14%, but not scientifically. Okay. Well, okay. Jay, Beckman's well, not well, good for me. He's... You see, you, you you know how undisciplined I was as a youth, and I'm becoming more disciplined. He's trying to get me to gamble. He's trying to tell me to go take a drink and shit again <laughs> and all that kind of – you hear him laughing? See, he's trying to break me down, Jay. He don't um, like Ali, the God that I am. Ali, this 55 that open his line up. He back like a little sissy. Well, Jay, it's beyond the time of the open mics. Or close them now because it's oh, after okay, the time. Well, I gotta call him. Hold on. I gotta call yeah, he, you, bad boy. So ask your phone. Hold on. Yeah, I don't. I don't I, it's, fuck shit up, Ali. You did this. It was you. And, and you, it, you, you, you tried to do it. 
Yusuf, I do love you, brother. And that's why Ali jumped in, because Fred do shit like that. But I, I, I get Fred. He do bumbling shit like that, Jay. And Ali just came in cussing him out, saying, you niggas, you got this motherfucker that can't pronounce words and shit. And we all know Fred can't pronounce words. That ain't nothing to hold against him when we know he can't pronounce words. We all words. can't pronounce certain words. That's no big deal. We all mix up words. That's okay. Yeah, I yeah, do but too. Yeah, but some of us, I do, but some of us uh, take the time and say, whoa, wait a minute, what does that mean? You know, like how you said that word. I said, whoa, what does that mean? Homie Fred don't do right. it. He goes on. He goes on just All right. saying, fuck it. Y'all hey, going to have to know what I mean. Uh, everybody want to know why you hung up like a little bitch. <laughs> that wasn't me. Somebody, I think Ali muted me or something. I mean, I don't know what the fuck y'all games you're playing. Ali didn't do nothing. Ali said you hung up the phone. Well, you believe him? <laughs> That's why would he? I, mean, I don't think he would lie to me about that. Fred, go ahead with what you wanted to tell us. He don't think Pinocchio lies. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Welcome back, King. Because when you talk, when you're talking about something that's personal and we're all scared, you know what I mean? I know, but you said you told you said that Kente was dying. No, 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 no. Listen to me, Jay. Jay, please don't don't. uh, Nino knows my conversation and. Listen, this is what I was saying. If this, if this is what I'm saying. Anytime you hear the, at least I hear the word cancer when it, early on in, in my shit, I just knew I was going to die and nobody gave me all the information. And then when we having a conversation that people, with people that's chiming in, we, we don't have a, uh, a support system uh, at the hospitals or nowhere. They send you home with a book. And you don't know, you don't know. So it was so afraid for. I was so afraid that I was going to die. And then when I take took him sick with the treatment, I said no, no more. So when when we find somebody that's talking and talking about health health eating, like uh, uh, sugar pool and uh, uh, Mary no, it's and all this. Man, it's pool. No, no, no! Don't hey, don't make it a laughing. Leave you out of that. Don't 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 make it laughing. If if if, if man, let's stay on point. If, if 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 and then John Beckman, he's learning. I'm learning. You're learning. You you searching for information, and the shit keeps you up all night because it's death. I made the wrong statement when I said uh, the man told us we was dying. That's all. That's the only point. I'm trying to make I, is, and I, that's the only thing I said that you you can't say the man is dying because he's not. Fred, and, uh, and Fred, you true. That's true because you know how they first told me when they when they saw the X-rays. I mean, it'd be a mind game the motherfuckers play with you. Why? They said, "Oh yeah, well, you see this right way? Oh yes, the cat is out the bag." The cat. I said, oh, "Listen to these motherfuckers because this is psychological shit they send you through." To make you depend upon them, and I'm like, oh, exactly. Fred, can I yeah, offer you an olive branch? Yeah, the told me some shit. Yeah, they want you to get all sexy, but I love myself and I know my God. So if I am going to meet my God, why should I fear? I don't have any fear. Exactly. I'm going to meet the Creator. So can when somebody... once they start throwing, and they want you to depend upon them, upon all the, but you see. I came to you. 
for me to even take the shit because I, w- I came around the people that are around me to get the answer that I needed to move forward. Hey, you get a lot of because good that's shit where here. I get my you get a, a lot of good shit here. Yeah, I get a lot of good shit here. Okay, let him finish up, Fred. If he's talking, you got to let him finish before you decide that you want to interject. That's how radio works. So continue, Kente, and then jump on to Kente after that, Fred. Okay. Well, I was was piggybacking on what Fred said, which is the psychological factors that the doctors throw in there. That's part of their ingredients to make you look at them as God. You know what I mean? So then they put all this thinking you was going to, thinking, apparently I want to say you, thinking I was going to sit there and have fear and then, you know, get hysterical when they first gave me the news and all that shit, which, you know, this is just not my nature like that to be like that. You know, like I said, when I went back to them, they came and said, your numbers went down. And they didn't do anything. You know, so like 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 I said, I was just piggybacking on what he was saying when he brought up the doctors and how they psychologically fuck your head up. You know, but okay, I don't fall for Fred, that. You said, Fred, you said that he had he getting a lot of good shit. What do you mean by that? He's getting a lot of good shit here as far as eating the right things. You know, I mean, yeah, you can kill it, but there's something that's making it. Uh, 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 grow like that, not just the testosterone. I just don't feel like if I would start back to eating hamburgers and pork and meat and all all that shit, you know, why would I put that, that toxin back in my body? Because it's coming from somewhere. It's coming. You can better believe it's coming from somewhere. It might be my gene, my gene pool, or what. But I, uh, the radiation took the taste out of my mouth. I mean, I don't. I, everything's either strong, too strong for me, or either is too salty for me. So, but also with your with with a treatment plan, I, if if I wasn't getting uh, sick during that treatment plan, I would go along with it because technology and what they're doing is fucking awesome nowadays. It, years ago, they would take your balls and beat them and do some horrific things to them. Now. Um, I just had an adverse um, thing with that uh, that catheterizing to where I was getting infections because I had to catheterize at home to go all the way up into my bladder for me to pee, and they said that was from the radiation struck my urethra. So if you're doing good, man, God bless you, and continue on with your treatment. Right. I I'm didn't done. go through the radiation part. I didn't, I didn't see. I chose not to do that. And that's where the conversation came in with Jay. You know, I actually called him. You know, he and I actually talked. And it's because he shared, you know, the experience when he went through it with his mother. And I said, oh. So I I was listening intense when he shared on the phone on the radio show. And so after the show, I got into a conversation with him, you know, and let him know what the doctors were saying to me. And when he told me what he told me, I just felt confident and like, that's the answer. That's what I'm going to do. So what I did is I got the Lupron, you know, I got that Lupron shot, you know, and they told me, you know, certain side effects would come, you know, but a lot of their medicine don't affect me because when I was going in before, they would shoot me up with morphine. 
and they would shoot me up, and I said shoot because it was making me feel better because when I went in the emergency room, when it, when I first started having these uh, symptoms, you know, uh, I went in, and they shot me uh, with the morphine, and it started dissipating, you know, the, the uh, stiffness or whatever it was that was, you know, the pain or whatever. And they said, we can shoot you again, you know, if if you can take it. I said, well, shoot me because, you know, I'm not high. <laughs> Morphine don't fuck with me. You know, I don't – that shit don't fuck – that shit just don't fuck with my, my system. Like you said, everybody's system is different. Fred, I ended up getting four – I think three shots after the first one because I was able to take the morphine because that's not my drug. That drug, just like when I first hit the pipe, I hit the two times. And I hit it because I was, you know, I was with someone, and that's what they wanted to do. And I was with them, so I hit it. And then they wanted to hit I Man, I'm not buying me some more of this shit, man. I'm not fucking with this shit. Yeah. I don't fuck with this shit like that. You know, I put my shit in my marijuana. You know, do you want to hit of this? But, you know, when you're in that world, people that smoke the pipe, they don't want to hit no fucking joint with cocaine in it. They want to hit the pipe. And that wasn't my life because I found out that people that hit the pipe, they get stuck. That's all they want to do, and that just wasn't my style. So when they gave me the morphine shot, you know, that shit didn't do shit to me in terms of, you know, making me drowsy and not. What it did was what it was supposed to do, take away the pain. And I got four months, and I went home, got up, walked out of there, you know, and did my thing. So now when the Lupron came, you know, and they gave me that shot, and they told me the side effects, you know, like you said, the – uh, because it's a hormone shot, you know, flashes, hot flash. I said, okay, a hot flash. I'll get a hot flash. What the fuck that mean? Is it going to hurt me to get a hot flash? Women go through that all the time. Okay, cool. So I got the shot. I'm feeling better. I, I feel, you know, great, really. You know, from time to time they gave me, uh, you know, I take a narco because it's good to keep that in your system because that's what helps in aiding relieving the pain it's a pain pill so you know i went from taking four a day to maybe four a uh, uh, a week and a half it, you know because I, I didn't have to take them anymore really 